0: Fighting, fucking, crying, drinking, squirting Judging, ranting, camping, riding thinking, scheming This is the way this It's the, the way, way that we live. It's that the way that be,
1: oh, 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 oh. Hi, I'm Reese And I'm Carly And this is to Alan, Alan back.
0: back. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so to happy. talk about to talk about this terrible episode. I have so <gasps> oh many god. things to say.
0: We have so much to talk about today. We are. It's just the two of us. There is no special guest because we have so much. We have so much <laughs> to talk about. It's gonna be a long episode. <laughs> oh my god. Um. <sighs> Reese, hi, how are you? Hi. I'm just,
1: you know, I'm. I'm are you overwhelmed?
0: I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm
1: overwhelmed by the amount of information that we are going to be communicating today to our listeners who deserve it.
0: Absolutely. So, just so everyone is prepared, we have multiple investigations to discuss today, both yes. canon and otherwise. Um, uh-huh. We have um, all kinds of scientific things to talk about. A lot of very confusing character situations and a time vortex that is impossible to comprehend. So, yeah, I hope everyone's ready. It's going to be exciting. But first, we have a very special announcement. Which is on May 31st. You thought this was the last episode, but it's not. We have a special bonus episode where we will be dissecting the L Word finale interrogation tapes. A.K.A. therapy with the L word. Exactly. Because somehow the show is confused between what would happen in an investigation for a crime versus what would happen in a therapist's office. We'll get to that later. Um, So May 31st. Bonus episode. And a day very soon after May 31st. But we are not going to tell you what that date is just yet. We are going to be doing a very exciting Live. live stream. Live stream, live stream. You don't want to miss this. There will be more details in the coming weeks at autostraddle.com and both autostraddle and to Ellen Back on Twitter and Instagram. So May thirty first. You will have a new episode to listen to, and then you will also have a live stream a day very soon after May 31st. To watch. And it's going to be very exciting.
1: It'll be in the evening. So just
0: Yes. I would clear take your evening. You,
1: I would take the whole day off to prepare.
0: Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on on May thirty-first. And yes, you guessed it. A day very soon after May 31st. I think just just mm-hmm. take the whole day. Um, yeah, take the whole day off. Yeah. bet sure would. Oh, my God. bet would take a week off leading up to it just to prepare. Yeah,
1: Bette's going to take
0: the rest of her life off. She sure you is. Know? Well, until 10 years, 15 years later when it gets a new <laughs> 10 show. 10 years later
1: when none of this has ever really actually happened.
0: Uh, well, Reese, yep. it's time.
1: It's time. Let me guess. You know, you give the information, you know, at the start of who directed and writ the, wrote the episode, right? Do you want to I'm guess? guess. Yeah, I'm going guess. to guess. I'm going to take a guess. Okay.
0: Was it Eileen Shakin for both? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. You are correct. Eileen Shakin both wrote and directed the series finale of The L Word, episode 608, <laughs> entitled Last Word. Now, last week's episode, if you recall, was entitled Last Couple Standing. So they're kind of reusing the word last last here in the title but i guess we'll let it slide because it is the last episode i think they should have called it last episode that would have been really funny (laughs) that would have been really really funny but then it wasn't (laughs) that's true um this originally aired march 8th 2009 which was Um, also the day that autostraddle autostraddle's birthday (laughs) jenny
1: died Straddle emerged from like a phoenix rising like a phoenix out of the, the pool, pool. <laughs> yeah and was like hey guys we have four posts on our website come read it come read all four of them read them again <laughs> yeah well i mean technically like i had my albert recap box was also called auto straddle well, it's called the road best straddle mm-hmm. but it was just my little thing and then it became a big thing it's a hu- huge thing i don't know now. if you've heard of it yeah now it's a very huge thing i can't get out of it
0: nope you're <laughs> yeah. stuck with it forever um Okay, let's
1: begin. Let's, let's begin.
0: begin. I just want to point out that the previous leads for this are very <laughs> bananas. ridiculous. Completely bananas. They're all over the place. They tell us the entire history of Alice, Tasha, Jamie, then yeah. Dylan, Helena, then Jenny, uh-huh. the film negative, Molly, Jenny, Shane's jacket, then Max, <laughs> Tom, and the baby, then Kelly, then Beth, then Nonsense, <laughs> then Marcy, and New York City. It's uh-huh. all here. This episode has everything this New York's hottest club <laughs> is the last word episode 608 it's got everything it's got Lucy mm-hmm. Lawless it's got murder it's got a baby it's got a drag queen it's got a lonely dog a lovely dog glad to see the dog back
1: mm-hmm. it's got a movie star hiding in the bushes
0: <laughs> which is always um, where movie stars are hiding that's everyone it's knows. It's got
1: a pregnant man um, grilling
0: burgers in his backyard yes yes it does. The thing about this episode is it actually had very little. Oh, yeah. No, it had very, very little. It had to tie up a lot of loose ends and tie them up poorly. Like many of them weren't tied up at all. Actually, I would argue none of the loose ends of the series were tied up.
1: None of them. In fact, this episode is nonstop loose ends. We've already talked about how this is the worst episode ever on television. Mm -hmm. But we are thrilled to be discussing it today because obviously we have a lot of feedback.
0: (laughs) We have some notes. We have some notes.
1: I have many notes.
0: Also, this episode is extra long, so we have even Uh more notes than we would normally have.
1: And quite unnecessarily so. Um, And it's not just that this is bad, it's that literally nothing, and and we're always like, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. This does not make sense. Nothing. Not one minute of this checks out in the world of the show, in the world of time, in the world of like the world. Like, there's nothing about this that makes sense. And it's also clear throughout. That as we know, the writer of the episode did not know who killed Jenny and did not decide that when they wrote the story. And that's actually, you can't do that when you're writing a mystery story. Even if you don't reveal the winner, or the winner. The winner winner is the one who killed
0: Jenny.
1: Even if you You don't reveal the killer, you as the
0: writer do have to know who the killer is. You have to be writing towards something. You have to be writing with a, a story in mind. You can't just write with nothing. It's, it doesn't work. And I think that this is a prime example of how that doesn't work. <laughs> work.
1: Right. Because yeah. like in a story where someone is killed, someone, I mean, we'll get into this, but I don't think this episode makes the argument that anyone was killed. But like, mm-hmm. <laughs> there is one person or several people who did it, which means there should be clues and mm-hmm. circumstances that point us in the direction of that person. You can't just be like, well, it could be this person or it could be this
0: person. No, it could only be <laughs> The person who did it right because you have to know who did it so that you can have like the red herrings you know like oh i'm gonna make it right. seem like this person did it but it, they didn't because this person actually right. did it like but you can't do that
1: because there's no such thing as an open-ended story like it's not there's that's not a real you can't that's not how that.
0: television works i mean that might be how life works like i feel like in life there are open-ended stories although eventually things end in some way for way, but, f- way shape or form but in television and film where you are writing scripts there is an end to a story A story has a beginning, a middle, and an end.
1: (laughs) In life too. In life, someone did do it. In life, someone did it. So even if we don't if we never figure out who did, it's still the fact remains that
0: someone did. Mm -hmm. Or no one did. Or no one did, perhaps. Because I mean we'll get to this later, but like we what did she even die from? Oh my God. Whatever. Um I think I think honestly with all of these questions swirling in the air around us that I feel like this has just become like a like a Twilight Zone recap show it has become a Twilight Zone I feel like we are now entering butterfly territory yeah like we are you know what like this is the butterflies world and we're just visiting it
1: remember in New York in the museum when they had the butterfly room when you go in all the butterflies would fly and land on you shit you know what what?
0: I do but I never went do you think that's why this is happening to me right now Probably. Uh I did once go to a place called Butterfly World in South Florida. Oh, nice. And I feel like that should have garnered some amount of goodwill. Unless I mean I was a child, yeah. so like maybe yeah. I was an asshole to the butterflies. I guess that's possible. Although mm-hmm. that doesn't really seem like something I would do, but No, I, I when I think of you, I think kind to animals. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. So you're now entering a dimension of nonsense and lesbians. Uh yeah. <laughs> Let's let's do it.
1: Okay, so we open in an inter- interrogation room. Uh-huh. Um, this is a room where if you want to see someone's face
0: really close up, you absolutely can. You can do that to your heart's content.
1: hmm And we open with Shane saying,
0: Listen, I can't tell you. I didn't think about it. I was kidding. It's not like I would ever do something like that.
1: Which I think she means. I thought about killing Jenny. Killing, right? Which is obviously like that. That's the vibe. Like if I was being interrogated for someone's murder, that is a hundred percent the vibe I would be going for
0: when I walked you, in. I'd be like, yeah, you'd I'd be, be like, just you
1: know, I have thought about it, but I like just didn't do it.
0: And I think that like I should be rewarded in some way for having those thoughts but not acting on <laughs>
1: yeah, them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We've
0: been through this before. I guess she could have been saying like I thought about breaking up with her, but then by the right before her death, we see that. Shane didn't consider them a couple any longer. So because of the repeated betrayals.
1: Yeah. And then also the other thing, and this is an underlying issue with the whole episode, Shane would never kill anybody. (laughs) That's
0: Like these are characters. You've established them over six seasons. Shane would kill Jenny? Never. Like also, I I truly believe that out of the whole cast, the only person that I truly think is capable of murder is Mm -hmm. Beth. Right, yeah. And I think that she makes a really good case for herself being capable of murder in the scene late in the episode where she confronts Jenny. Right. Because I think that that I think that she has something in her that like kind of combined with her self-destructiveness would lead her to do very upsetting things if it meant mm-hmm. like keeping her family together or whatever, mm-hmm. but I also think like we said in a previous episode she'd just hire somebody. But even that is a stretch.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. She wouldn't even like... Even that
0: is a stretch because she wouldn't want to mess up her own... She's also
1: pragmatic enough that she wouldn't want to mess right. up
0: her own life or her child's life by putting herself at risk of going to jail. Exactly. She'd only somehow be involved in someone's murder if she knew that there was no way it could be traced back to her. And mm-hmm. then she would just live with it until she confessed to Tina and Kit and mm-hmm. Alice and Shane and yes. God knows who else. And also we know two things. One is
1: that they had already planned a spinoff of the show called The Farm, which was about Mm -hmm. prison. And in that they have Alice going to prison for Jenny's murder. So they (laughs) shot
0: the pilot for that before Mm -hmm. this episode came out. The script for that, the plan for that was in place when Mm -hmm. I think when season six was being written at some point, like that became a thing Mm
1: -hmm. because I
0: believe they shot the pilot in December of 2008. And this aired in March of 2009. So, and and they had announced it. They announced that there was a spinoff that was in development about a women's prison starring Alice, that Alice would be the only character continuing on. So (laughs) by virtue of that amount of press and marketing and whatever, we already knew essentially how the season would end kind of, like that it would be... That it would be
1: Alice or it would would either be... It would seem like Alice, yeah. Right. Which also, again doesn't really track that's no. not Alice is not a fucking murderer. And there are so many ways, like the things that Jenny has done wrong in these, in this situation, they're trying to build up for people. Like, you know how this could be resolved? Obviously Jenny is, I mean, if we're, if we want to stick to any type of reality, Jenny needs help of some mm-hmm. kind. Like she's obviously like psychologically not doing well. Yeah. Cause she's acting like a psychopath and that's not who she is. I don't think so. Yeah. And then there's also the possibility of them just like not being her friend anymore.
0: Yeah. Like sometimes you can just <laughs> not be friends with people anymore and not murder them. And I think that that's yeah. like a much more chill way to go through life is like, yeah. I wouldn't even murder your enemies. Like, I, I think, no, you know, I don't think you should do that. And maybe that's a hot take, but <laughs> I just don't think it's necessary. Um, yeah. Also, I would argue that everyone on this show needs extensive therapy. Yeah. All of these characters need to be in therapy. And as far as we know, they're not kind of Mm -hmm. in therapy at all. And um, I think that them using these police interrogations as a way to get free therapy from Lucy Lawless is really weird. It is really weird.
1: Yeah. It doesn't. She's a warrior princess. Okay. She's not like a social therapist. Yeah. So then Shane starts talking about how she likes her freedom and she hates the term we. Again, this is right. I don't see how any of this is relevant to the investigation. It is not. And then we do a flashback to like Jenny. So Jenny's making a tribute video for Bett and Tina leaving. <sighs>
0: so <laughs> yeah. So all of a sudden, Bett and Tina have a for sale sign in front of their <laughs> brand new, newly renovated, I guess it's finished, home. Uh-huh. I guess they gave Why, up on also, that baby <laughs> thing pretty fast after Marcy didn't show up. They're like, I guess we're good. Oh well. Oh, boy. So, so
1: it's basically Jenny's making a tribute video. She's like, wee, wee, we, wee, 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 about her and Shane. Yeah. And she says that her and Shane will take Ben and Tina's place. No problem. You guys were this supreme, wonderful, beautific couple. And now we are taking, we're going to take your place because we're the only ones left. So this is really, really exciting. So I give you my word that we're going to make it.
0: Which, um,. Yeah, their place as like the, the couple like the strong couple yeah. that the group like looks up to or whatever like hashtag couples goals I guess so that was not a thing in 2009 but if it were I think Jenny mm-hmm. would have said that neither was moment. iPhone video so yeah well we're <laughs> 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 so no theme song just a title card they need to
1: pack it a little bit more I know they had this really somber music like that you would have yes sort of if you're making something good you know <laughs> Like, you know, yeah, the,
0: the score is like
1: intense drama
0: music.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Dun, dun. And then it's like, OK, here we are. at guess where?
0: Oh, good. We're back at the planet for the world's most awkward brunch. I truly <laughs> want to know why they could not have had this fight at home
1: anywhere else. Like no one is at risk of violence. So there's no, no. need to do it in a public place. Right. They're just ordering. I mean, at first they were just getting lemon waters. And I was like, come on, you guys get out of the restaurant. Then they but got then eventually like, potatoes. Some food is, potatoes. <laughs> yeah, that was also weird. And then like, but, like smoothies. <laughs> I thought they were maybe um like Thai iced teas. They looked
0: like smoothies. <laughs> maybe they were Thai iced teas.
1: I don't know. But like have this at
0: home. Other people could hear you. They got loud. Like Alice got loud. Yeah. And like how did, how did Kit or Helena not gonna, throw them out? Of the like, hey, you're creating you're creating a huge scene at brunch. brunch Why is are you busiest time this of day. At The planet. This made me so uncomfortable. Oh. The second problem is that Tasha's collar way- was
1: weird. Oh, sorry, you had a different well, problem. Th- yes,
0: but like the the big problem here is, of course, the theme of this season, the lighting. So somehow <laughs> they have positioned Alice and Jamie at the seats of the table that get what we would believe is the natural light coming in from the outside. And somehow Uh Tasha is sitting in darkness. (laughs) And as a person who has made things with cameras, moving images with cameras, Uh um, one of the things that you always do, aside from lighting the people on camera correctly Mm -hmm. so you can see their goddamn faces, is that if you are in a situation where there are multiple seats and some are just not getting enough natural light, you you don't put the person with the darkest skin in that seat because you won't Mm -hmm. be able to fucking see them. So um, everything about this is wrong.
1: Eileen doesn't see color.
0: You're right. She doesn't. And therefore, we can't see Tasha's expressions in this scene at all.
1: (laughs) No. Nor could I figure out, like, is one of her color, one side of her color was pop, but then the
0: other side was down? I couldn't tell if it was, like, a flannel shirt or if it was, like, a jacket. Like, it was really hard. Like, we never saw the whole garment. I would love to see the garment. I love a garment. Yeah.
1: Also, this is, again, the writing has gone so lazy. I don't even think that they noticed this when they were writing this, but, like, what were they talking about before the camera arrived? Because they start the conversation at that moment. Like, did they drive right. there in silence, walk in in silence?
0: They got the menus, read the menus, ordered the food, complete and silence. Then was like, what's happening? And then they were like, action. And Alice was like, I've called you both here today to discuss <laughs> something very important to me. But what happened maybe several months ago. Reese, do you want to talk about uh, an investigation you've been working on? Okay, let's talk about time. Let's talk about time. Reese has been conducting a season six time investigation mm-hmm. and she is ready to present her findings to the audience. 601, we know where 601 begins.
1: That begins at the end of episode 512. hmm the day after the party where Shane fucked Nikki on the balustrade at Yamashiro. Mm-hmm. We all remember. Which, by the way, was recently fined for COVID violations. So, well, watch out. There you go. So, that all takes place in one day. Then there's the next day. Jenny wakes up with Nikki. Everyone's at the planet the next day. Jenny right. and Shane stare at each other. So, two days of 601. Two days. When we open 602, the opening is Nikki getting really pissed about what Jenny's told her. So that is either the same day as the last episode ended or the next day. It's at least within like two or three days of where we left off at the end of 601. Mm-hmm. Um, 602 was actually kind of confusing. Um, at most, it could have been again, a two to three day episode because, because like we are bouncing back and forth between Allison. they're at the planet and then they go to therapy with Dan Foxworthy and then that has her art meeting. The thing that's mm-hmm. confusing about this is that, Somehow, Max goes to the doctor for the top surgery consult, right? And finds out that he's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then, if we're assuming that everybody exists in the same time existence, right? Which he's we're not the sure that they shirt, do. Which we're not sure they do. when and Then he goes to that other doctor to get an abortion. Right. He's in the same shirt he was wearing earlier. We're still going back and forth with scenes that are all happening in the same day. So, he somehow... So in theory, this is all the same day, yes. He's somehow... Had his top surgery consult, find out he was pregnant, got an appointment for an abortion or a checkup or something at Planned Parenthood or wherever he went. Do you just like a
0: walk-in at, at Planned Parenthood or do you have to make an appointment? No,
1: if, if you make an appointment, you're going to be sitting there all day. So mm. it, walking in, I don't think
0: is, I guess so, that could be same
1: day if he was not, If he, but he had an appointment. He said he had an appointment.
0: So somehow he got a same day appointment. Somehow he got a same day appointment. Yeah. All right. Let's just assume that that's possible. Sure.
1: Yeah. Um, Bet has her art meeting, Joyce and Phyllis. So this is all, so this is all takes place based on the outfits and the events of the thing. This all takes place within two or three days. So now we have, the series so far has taken somewhere between three and six days have passed. Cool. So far. 6.03 is, again, is either a one or two day episode.
0: Do they ever say how far along exactly Max is or just that he's in his second trimester?
1: Just that he's in his second trimester.
0: Okay, so he's has it at most six months until the birth, but potentially less, because it would be like what, like three days into the first trimester, the second <laughs> trimester. They're mm-hmm. like, you missed it by three days. Sorry,
1: because six o three opens the day after six o two because it opens with Shane and Jenny in bed, and they had, right. and that which had started the night before, and that yes. that whole story takes place over the course of one day. It is possible that there is a break mid episode of a day between those events and and the day that Alice is on the look Mm -hmm. and reads the letter or after she's on the look and reads the letter. But then the way everything happens from there again, 603 is at most two days, two or three days.
0: So we are barely scratching a week.
1: Yeah. Now, there could be a time jump between 603
0: and 604. Right. Because. Because in six hundred four, we know that she doesn't have a job. Alice doesn't have a job anymore, but we don't know how quickly she was fired and how long it's been since she was fired.
1: Right. I mean, the end of six hundred three is when she goes to the L.A. LGBT center. Right. And then and then they go to the club and everybody is laughing about Shane and Jenny, which again is more evidence that that's same day or the next day. Right. But then in six hundred four, we have like the thing where they're at the planet and everyone's misgendering Max and all that right. stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's also like, and then Dylan sets up a meeting with Tina again, you don't really get the sense here that it's been more than a few days since Mm -hmm. the last thing. But I would say if we're being really generous, it's been a week.
0: Let's for argument's sake, give them a week.
1: And 604 again takes place in three days. And then we have, then they really fucked up here because in the end of (laughs) of 604, (laughs) Helena invites dinner to dinner on Saturday night, Dylan to dinner. Yeah. So 605 we open she says that she's going to dinner with dylan on saturday night we find out through the scheming with dylan and her confirming her plans with helena that that whole the hit club shenanigans happen mm-hmm. on friday so actually all of 605 happens on one day which is a friday yeah. and it, again we're at most a few days after the uh, events before
0: okay so, at the most, at this point, we are only two weeks removed from the Lay Girls yeah. party. Uh-huh. Great.
1: Then, 6.06, we opened at the baby shower. At the baby shower, it appears to be this is the first time that Jenny has seen Dylan since the hit club scheme. Fiasco. Based on, she's like, oh, you did such a good job. So, this is the first time that they've all been together as a group since then. So, again, mm-hmm. a week
0: max. Yeah, I feel last- like it couldn't have been that much longer than that. Like, why would Jenny make such a big deal about, I mean, uh, uh, you know, they, they made her character like completely unreliable. Um, so I guess it could have been a month and we wouldn't know, but I, I feel like it wasn't. That seems a bit much.
1: Yeah. It seems they're a little weird. Mm-hmm. That's the end of 606, 607. It all takes place in the same day. Right. That's the last couple standing. And again, 607 beginning of it. Jenny asks Bet about the Kelly, Situation. Right. As if it just happened. And Tina tells Bet that she got a job offer in New York, which means she got must have gotten home that day or the day before.
0: How did she not tell her life partner about this via phone, text, or instant message? <sighs> really good question. You know Bet loves instant messages.
1: So in conclusion, the entirety of season six. Which involves all kinds of things, like a full pregnancy, like uh, an adoption thing that goes wrong, like a screenplay that was written
0: overnight. Overnight. Sold. As We we already did the math for that, and it totally jumped out, where she developed, wrote, sold the screenplay, got new agents Mm -hmm. and everything in like a couple days. So this is a month. Now, is it possible that there was a large time jump before 6.08? And the question is, what takes us to this scene, really, which is that Alice, <laughs> Tasha, and Jamie are discussing the events of the morning after the dance marathon as if uh-huh. they just happened a day or so ago at most. Right. Um, so Bett and Tina's addition, complete home remodel, <laughs> is suddenly finished. Uh-huh. Uh Max, who went off testosterone because of the pregnancy and is still pregnant, hasn't had the baby yet, now has a full like doc holiday mustache uh, uh-huh yeah he is like the guy in the q anon
1: documentary who had the like <laughs> you know who i'm talking about. yes
0: <laughs> it's so bad so either so uh, either <laughs> bet and tina's reality of time is different than everyone else's. Alice's is different than everyone else. I don't. Mm-hmm. Also Jenny's talking about this video and all these people sending in these tapes like. Which again, why would someone who lives in
1: France want to care that to do you're a moving video to for New York? You, you already don't. You've already yeah.
0: gone away. The going well, away has happened. Reese, I think what we need to acknowledge here is that ah! Bent and Tina moving Bent and Tina moving to New York City <laughs> is a metaphor for this show ending. <laughs> <gasps> because the videos were like, you guys changed my life. It was so great to meet you. Um, so great Just to have a pee. <laughs> okay, look, we're getting ahead of ourselves.
1: But basically, <laughs> okay, the
0: scene at the planet, which should only have happened at home and not at the planet, this is so uh-huh. inappropriate, is completely incongruous with the timeline of everything else uh-huh. that's going on. And also, like, have
1: you fallen in love with Tasha? And Jamie's like,
0: yeah, I think I have fallen in love with Tasha. Which really? But also... I was like, For real that that fast? Like maybe you just have you could just say you have a crush. Maybe you have a crush. Maybe you just have a crush. Why don't you just say you have a crush and that you guys want to kiss and that's cute. Also Alice is being an asshole. Yeah. Because also like she asked them this question
1: and then she yells at them and it's like and yes obviously this situation sucks and of course she's mad but it's just everything just feel like this this situation is the worst. It's the worst. Like this is the the worst worst possible thing that could happen to your relationship. It's terrifying. It's terrible. It's hurtful. But like The way that she reacts to these confessions that she gets is, like, weird, you know? And fuck you. God, I'm so sorry, Alice. Fuck you! You gotta believe me, this is the last thing I ever wanted to happen. Go, you're free. No, 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 God, please do not break up because of me. We're not. Don't do this.
0: When we have sex, I don't close my eyes and imagine someone else naked in the shower. Fuck you. You guys, please, please don't... You love each
1: other. Just get me out of the equation and everything will go back to the way it will is. Will you shut
0: the fuck up, please? Just shut the fuck up. Alice. Save it. Shut up. It's like, like Alice, you asked us out to brunch to yell at just- us.
1: <laughs> and also the ordering of the potatoes. Like, oh, you oh both. God. Oh, God, you both got the same drink and you got the same potatoes. So
0: obviously your soulmates. Everyone le- likes potatoes. Alice's whole thing about how they're the same is so weird because I think it's really just she's projecting that she and Tasha are so different that she's forgot that sometimes people can have things in common or like (laughs) similar things. Like, doesn't she like similar things to her friends? Like, hasn't she ever experienced having things in common before? Um, Also, as you said, everyone likes potatoes. That is a fact. Um, Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the dance marathon, Alice, like, seemed to be really coming from, like, a good place like like wanting the best for tasha wanting her to be happy when she asked her what was going on and so now to have flipped and she is like publicly shaming them is uh, like in the middle of brunch is like kind of yeah. a lot
1: yeah i understand her reaction because how can you control your emotions under such something like that but of it just course. felt yeah the velocity of all of it just felt a little off yeah because also they haven't done anything is the other thing like they haven't yeah. She she hasn't cheated. They haven't talked about their feelings with each other. Like, nothing has happened. And you can't control your feelings for someone else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you can't get mad at Jamie for having feelings for Tasha. You can get mad at Jamie for acting on them, which she hasn't
0: done. Right. And Alice keeps talking on Tasha's behalf, which is so (laughs) annoying and rude. Uh And she makes all these assumptions and is just behaving very poorly. And... Mm. Again, they are in public. I can't believe Kit or Helena didn't come over to be like, can y'all leave? (laughs) You're going to need to leave. We're going to get these potatoes to go.
1: Yeah. Someone just comes over to the table and dumps their potatoes into to go containers. (laughs) And is like, thank you so much for coming. (laughs) (laughs) pours the the, (laughs) drinks into a little go cup.
0: They get the giant hooks Thanks, to like pulls like Muppets have, off stage. Have a
1: great afternoon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So maybe Alice is there free. She wants them to see how they feel about each other. And then Tasha can let her know. I'm glad she did this because it really drives home the fact that this entire episode takes place over the course of two days at most. Right?
0: Yeah. She also says, if you don't call me at the same time tomorrow, then I'll know that you made up your mind about what you want. Is she like? Wh- I don't know. Does she think she's in like a romantic comedy you, you yeah. have to agree. You have to agree that there's going to be a thing that you do at a certain time on a certain day to mm-hmm. prove if you love each other or not. You can't just shout that at someone. Like Tasha, what if Tasha has plans at the same time tomorrow? Yeah, she, hello, she police
1: academy. Yeah, she probably has work.
0: Yeah, she, she has police. ironed
1: her sweaters. <laughs> then we go to Alice interrogation, where for some goddamn reason that it escapes me, she's talking about how she, the only person she loved as much as Tasha, is Dana Fairbanks. Okay. Who killed Jenny? I don't know.
0: I wish Lucy Lawless was like, <laughs> I wish Lucy was like the tennis player, like the famous tennis player. <laughs> I know, yeah. Oh, the famous She was gay? I was I such a, I was such a fan of her. You know, I thought she might be gay because of that Subaru ad. I thought mm-hmm. that tagline was kind of queer, that but was, I, did, was I wasn't sure. I didn't want to assume.
1: Yeah, I didn't want to make assumptions, but that's interesting. You know, it's interesting. Her and Billie Jean, huh? Huh. Wow. Sorry, you were saying? <laughs> so I made a L Word parody of the succession credits, like, Two years ago. And I used a lot of footage from the Helena and Dylan situation in it. Have you seen Succession?
0: Yes, I love Succession. Okay, I'll send you... I don't know if you saw the video I made, it, but it's pretty good. I'm sure I did, but... Now, you, i need to see it again like, yeah in the new context of having just rewatched this series. right because
1: also like i tried to match as close as i could one for one like the clips in succession with similar clips in the l word and a lot of them came from this because it's a huge house yeah a lot of like staring at nothing like it's very cold you know what i mean mm-hmm. you know also i honestly i didn't like anyone's interior design in this episode i'm just gonna say that yeah um Dylan is wearing a sweater that's like arms and a and like a cropped back, but then like a full yeah. beginning. And it's just like Talbot's gotten eaten by a lion.
0: <laughs> She's also wearing like flip-flops with like baggy jeans, and it's making me like <laughs> upset. Like it's like the proportions uh-huh. are wrong. It's weird. It's too weird.
1: So Dylan got booted from her sublet, and Dylan and Helena are fighting because Helena didn't offer Dylan to stay at her
0: house, or but Helena thinks that Dylan assumed that she would move in, but Dylan didn't think that. But anyway, right. Jenny's here with her camera because
1: <laughs> she's shooting a tribute video for Bed and Tina, and she's like, "Dylan, you should be in it." But like, why would Dylan be in a
0: what? There's two. There's so many people in this video where I'm like, "Why are you in this video?" <laughs>
1: like, Dylan barely knows about and Tina. Besides that, she like lawsuited Helena when she was
0: working with Tina. suited <laughs>
1: like what? Have Bet and Dylan ever had a conversation?
0: Like D- Dylan involved Tina in a lawsuit. Like, why yeah. would she want to see her face in the vid? Okay, um, Jenny is like they're drinking. They're drinking. Jenny's like tons of people have sent me tapes
1: again at most. And this is and this is assuming Bet. Like, if Jamie and Tasha and Alice have not spoken of the
0: situation at all, this could be at most a week, and that would be insane. Right. Also. That means that the house was finished being constructed and they put the house on the market. And I would like to think that they didn't list their house on the market before they found a place to live in New York, which means all of that happened in a week. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm just going to say this, that most film studios have offices in both New York and Los Angeles. I know that Focus Features has an office in Los Angeles. I cannot imagine... A situation in which a film studio would require you to work out of New York City, I could see you having to travel frequently, but there is absolutely no reason Tina would have to relocate for that job. Sorry,
1: yeah, unless her short got into the Tribeca Film Festival and then of course she would
0: relocate to New York for the short um, obviously <laughs> also, can you imagine Jenny getting in touch with people like Marina and Tim asking them to send videos because Beth and <laughs> Tina are moving to New York like? Why did any of them even like take her phone call or text? Like, how I, did she even know how, how to get this a hold happen? of Marina? Yeah. How did she know how to get a hold of her? How did she find Carmen?
1: Also, I feel like Tim, I mean, Tim sucks, but wouldn't he have written back like no hard emoji to her request for a video?
0: That's what he should have written. That's what they all should have written. Yeah. Um, also, Bett and Tina don't like Jenny. Why is Jenny doing this? I mean, <laughs> we know why she's doing yeah. this It's because she has to like insert herself and in everything. but
1: Yeah. And she wants to like <sighs> endear herself to everybody.
0: Also, Jenny tells them to stand in front of the window so that you can see the pool. Have you ever shot something (laughs) into a window before? Do you know what happens? You can't see the people's faces because the window is blown out. You don't shoot into a source of light. You shoot so that that source of light is behind the camera or to the side of it so that it can illuminate the faces of the people you are filming. (laughs) Why would you want to see the pool? Yeah, she's like, so we can see the pool. Why do Bett and Tina want love that pool? Have they ever been here? Where are we? I thought we were in Malibu, although that gets a little bit confusing later. Like, <gasps> also, didn't she have to get rid of the beach house after the whole thing? And like, where she li- look? I, don't. I hope. I hope everyone
1: who's thinking, God, how long is this episode going to be at this point, knows that we have at least another two hours of material to cover.
0: So, yeah, buckle so in. in. This is an all-day
1: podcast listen. Okay. Just,
0: just start driving around or maybe take a walk, like a long <laughs> yeah. walk.
1: Yeah. Got to go visit your family. You finally got vaccinated. You're driving back to Indiana. Turn this, this on. This would be a great thing to we're listen to. We're here all night. It'll take
0: up most of the trip.
1: <laughs> Max oh. is in the interrogation room.
0: He seriously looks like Doc Holliday or Wyatt Earp or one of those old timey guys. Uh, he says After a while, I realized it's, it's not that they were total snobs, it's just that they were. Insular, tight, kind of, you know? As we've gotten to know each other, I realize they're pretty amazing people. Really special. I call them family. This is what I would call Stockholm Syndrome. (laughs) I was like, you poor thing. What? He has been... This is your family so badly by this group of people, family, which is a very upsetting word. It upset me.
1: Uh huh. So yeah, these are his his friends who he loves and who have
0: been terrible to him his uh, entire life. This is so upsetting. So we go back to Tina's. The railing is not secured. Oh my god! Did you hear that? Wheezy, the contractor didn't finish Uh the railing.
1: The railing. The upstairs. Where's the, the, where's the railing?
0: So, you know, they were renovating the home and adding a second. floor. Renovating the home. Okay. And when they made the second floor, they didn't finish the railing for the little balcony that's off of their new master bedroom. And then there's that balcony leads to stairs that lead to the backyard. And wouldn't Uh you know it? There's no railing.
1: So what you're saying is it's dangerous to be
0: up there. I would say that, yes, it does present an element of danger. That for a group for of adults really? shouldn't be a huge issue, huh? Uh, but it's just something to be aware of. But okay. this is our first mention of it, and we are threatened immediately with, <laughs> uh, with Wheezy coming back potentially. Yeah, <laughs> I was immediately horrified that I might have to see that <laughs> that character again
1: and that that joke. Um, <clears throat> first of all, the, the whole situation has never looked more like a set than it does on this day. Like it is like this Big is time. A set. It is.
0: It is, this is a set. Hello, welcome to our back lot. Like, it is yeah. a stage. It's
1: like, maybe you should have kept it one floor because as soon as you got the sky involved, we were, we were out, of, the out world world. of our... Yep. Yeah. Kit is like, why don't you just adopt Max's baby?
0: And then we cut to a shot of Max like <laughs> oh through God. the bushes. This show does not waste a <laughs> single opportunity to like make fun of Max. They have him with his mustache uh-huh His like pregnant belly like sticking out his pants are like ill-fitting
1: his t-shirts too short it's what the same way that like fuck? they make poor people who are pregnant look in movies that hate poor people like it's this right. idea that like you're just bodies hanging out of your clothing you're just grilling or whatever yeah the fuck. you're
0: gross or something and he's like yeah. grilling or he's cleaning the grill I don't even know what he's doing with the grill but the point yeah. is that the show hates him like there is <laughs> such hate <laughs> hates in this shot
1: and you know who else hates him apparently uh, Bet. Bet.
0: <laughs> so Kit's like, "Hey, there's a baby next door that you could adopt." <laughs> uh.
1: And Bet, of course, as we were all thinking, says, "We're not talking about fucking used cars, Kit."
0: I really wish that her argument was instead the argument that we made, which is that, she, uh-huh. or that John made in our in six oh six, which is that. We know from season one that Bettina and Tina wanted a baby that would reflect both of their backgrounds. And so that's why mm-hmm. they wanted to have a biracial baby. And so mm-hmm. if she had just said that instead of being a complete fucking asshole, that would have been pretty cool. But no, yeah. instead she refers to Max and his baby as a used car.
1: I think what she's trying to say is that she wouldn't take Max's baby. But if he was a used car salesman, she'd probably buy a used car from him. Hmm.
0: Okay. She also assumes now that Max is ready to be a father. She's just putting that on him. <laughs> Have you spoken yeah, with like, him? Oh, obviously not.
1: No. <laughs> like, what... It's just so oh, – oh.
0: So I think it could have been cool if the show had spent time with Max and, like, this experience mm-hmm. that he's going through, which is such yeah. a unique experience, one that we had never seen on scripted television mm-hmm. before. And something that mm-hmm. we see later at the party, that there is some acceptance or something in him. Like, he he's come to terms with some stuff, but we don't get to see any of what went into that or – yeah, no one's no one knows about what where to, what happened to Tom, who clearly moved to another country because he doesn't have a changed phone. Changed his or whatever. number like
1: a total changed his landline.
0: <laughs> How come Tom oh wasn't in the video? Jody's in the video. Fucking Jody's in the video and not Tom. Jody's in the video wow. and not. Tom. I can't believe Jody agreed to be in this video. Also, but whatever, we'll get to that.
1: Uh, I loved that, but that was a power move. Um, yeah, it totally was.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Feels. Hey, Reese, do you experience stress, anxiety, trouble sleeping, or chronic pain at least once a week? I experience all of those things every day. Well, you're not alone. Many of us out there, especially queer folks, experience these things all the time. I personally struggle with endometriosis and anxiety and occasional insomnia, and it's a never-ending journey trying to find products that will soothe my pain. It's
1: true. I also struggle with insomnia and anxiety and fibromyalgia, and I'm constantly searching for new products to help with pain management. But you know what does work? Feels.
0: That's right. Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. It naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. I used it the other day because I couldn't sleep, and it totally helped me get get my uh, tight 14 hours in. <laughs> Type 14. It's a type 14. I have found it to be really helpful with the pain that I experienced from
1: fibro, which happens a lot when I'm really stressed out or when I haven't slept. Um, and CBD is really great for that. And feels was wonderful. You just put a few drops of feels under your tongue and you feel the difference within minutes. As someone who's tried many things for pain management, it doesn't get much easier than this.
0: Yeah, it's like delivered to your house. I mean, yeah. that's pretty convenient. Mm-hmm. Feels also offers real human support. If you're new to CBD, Feels offers a free CBD hotline and text message support to help guide your personal experience. Finding the dosage that works for you is important and they're here to help. I have to say the most confusing thing for me personally in my journey with CBD has been trying to figure out the right dosage. So this, right. is, this is very helpful. Yeah, you never really know. No. <laughs> you don't know until you try and then sometimes it's too Yeah, late. and
1: you don't want to like mess up. Yeah. Right. But Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high, hangover, or addiction. So you can join us and the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month and you'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel
0: at any time. Feels has us feeling our best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash to Ellen back and you'll get 50% off your first Whoa. order with free shipping. That's half off That's free half shipping. Off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash mm-hmm. 2L and back T-O-L-A-N-D-B-A-C-K to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. feels.com slash 2L and back. Woo!
1: And you'll get a really cute package your yeah, right the packaging at your door. is
0: super cute. And then you'll feel better
1: it's with feels. Cute
0: packaging. Feel better. Get it? Get it? You guys get it? I got it. It was pretty good. That was good.
1: So apparently this Kelly thing is still unresolved and Bet apparently still hasn't talked to Kelly about it. Jenny's still telling people about it. And now we find out the reason that Bet hasn't told Tina about this is because she didn't tell Tina that Kelly came over that night. But why wouldn't she tell her that Kelly came over that night?
0: Why would you not tell her that? Like you're not interested in Kelly. No one's interested in Kelly. No. And like, Tina already knows how Kelly is and is like aware of Kelly's like ridiculous over the top flirtation with Bette. So if you're like, oh my God, Kelly came over and like totally hit on me and then broke one of our glasses. I guess they haven't had champagne since they didn't have a toast for Tina's new job and realized that a champagne flute was missing because it broke. Well, maybe they had several. Sure. Also, why at no point in this episode does Bette mention that she was cleaning up a broken glass on the floor. Why does she not explain the physical cuz the the reason the video is suspect is that she is bending over and has like her face <laughs> has like vanished behind Kelly and it's like obviously over the top in every possible way. Uh-huh. But the reason she is bending over or like kneeling on the floor is because Kelly broke a glass and she is mm-hmm. cleaning up the broken glass. Mm-hmm. So why does she not just say
1: Feels just like I'm walking on broken, broken glass. Broken. Walking broken, on, walking, on broken, broken, broken glass. glass. What if Tita dun, got glass dun, dun, in her foot dun, dun, and Bet was dun.
0: like I don't know how that happened. What if Angelica
1: stepped was on glass around?
0: That is so fucked up. That's so you are endangering up. your child. I hope you clean that glass. I hope you yeah. vacuumed Bet and didn't just pick up the big pieces.
1: And then bet says she's just, she's excited to get out of LA. However,
0: I am happy to be getting out of this little incestuous hotbed of lesbian inter fucking connectedness,
1: which I understand that emotion. Um, but also I still have a pending court case against Bet regarding the used cars comment. Um, so I can't really speak anymore on this at this time.
0: Yeah, under the advice of your counsel.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a probably drawn-out lawsuit, um, but hopefully we'll get a win for our client, Max, and everyone can buy themselves a new car.
0: I think that if anybody can help Max here in this situation, it's you.
1: Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Maybe Joyce, but...
0: Well, we'll see what Joyce is up to in a minute. Um, And by a minute, I mean three hours. So... (laughs) Also, I just want to say that I think everyone is like really giving Jenny too much power in all of these conversations that everyone yeah. is having about her that don't involve her. Everyone is really like they have built her and her persona and like her what her she's able or capable of doing up to such a degree that she sounds like a like Avengers villain. Yeah. But like we have to leave Los Angeles because of Jenny. Because if she snaps her fingers, 50% of us will vanish. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's how they're treating her. And it's like, what if, here's an idea. What if you just stop giving her all the power? Yeah. And fucking own your shit. Communicate better with each other. Yeah.
1: Deal with your own lives. Move her out of it. You don't have to be friends with her. Ugh.
0: So now Kit's being interrogated. (laughs)
1: And And all she's talking about is how they
0: all love each other so much. (laughs) What is this?
1: They love each other more than one any other army to an assembly of God.
0: <sighs> that's love. That's that's big love. That is <laughs> that's really big intense love. love. That's big uh-huh. love. And if there's one thing we've learned over the course of these six seasons, it's how much these people love each other. <laughs> Especially this episode, despite all evidence to the contrary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, you know, they are tight. Tight
0: knit group.
1: They're not that tight because if they were tight, they would be like most queer social groups are and all decide to shun Jenny and not listen to her and just kick her out and make her feel terrible, which is kind of exactly. what they already did. And this has been spiraling all along. Like,
0: yeah. <gasps> um, I feel like my brain's melting.
1: Alice is bad.
0: <sighs> Alice is bad.
1: Shane and Alice are talking. And Shane says she's afraid to dump Jenny because she'd die if Shane dumped her.
0: Yes. She feels a sense of, like, honor or duty. And Alice is like, where did this come from?
1: Yeah. She's like, (laughs) when did she become so honor-bound? I'm like, she's not. She fucked Nikki last week.
0: Yeah. She's been fucking Nikki this whole time. She threw up in the studio because of how much she was fucking Nikki. Right.
1: Right. And Alice is like, she's not even a good person.
0: Shane refers to Jenny, her girlfriend, as a lost child. That's healthy. It's going really well. And that Shane looks at their relationship as... I was given this opportunity to be responsible for somebody else's feelings. I have a lot of questions. Number one, that's upsetting. Number two, (laughs) any relationship with anyone is an opportunity to like have some, um, not, uh, responsibility is not the right word. Everybody is responsible for their own feelings and their own actions. You cannot control other people. But like any relationship, friend, lover, whatever is like you, you care, if you care about that person enough to be their friend or Mm -hmm. date them or whatever, then you should care about their feelings to some extent. You don't want to hurt them, I would imagine. So like, what is she talking about? Yeah. How is this? (laughs) The first time in her life she's ever cared about anyone's feelings. Alice is like, I thought I've been your best friend for a million years, but okay. Yeah.
1: like It's it's bananas. And then Alice is like, she's not even a good person. She stole my thing. And then she tries to show Shane her treatment, which we know is handwritten. But she grabs her laptop. She grabs her laptop. If it's existed on her laptop with the timestamp or whatever she says all this time, why hasn't she brought this out sooner? And also, why did she deliver a handwritten one? jenny great
0: questions all great questions it smash cuts to alice being interrogated saying women drive me crazy (laughs) why (laughs) remember when alice was bisexual she doesn't and that seemed like Uh, she was going to talk about here i thought she was too i totally did i thought she was going to be like women drive me crazy i like fall really hard for women like and i'm bisexual and like i have very different relationship with men right and like as you do in a police
1: interrogation for your friend's hypothetical murder often I do. That's what I do every time I'm interrogated. I'm like, well, you know, it's it's complicated.
0: <laughs> it's You know, like sexuality is really complicated and like attractions really, you know, it's it's like a, it's it's, it's complicated, I guess.
1: Yeah. Back to the bed. <sighs> Back to bed. Shane says she won't dump Jenny because she doesn't want her going at the deep
0: end. Uh-huh.
1: And she says that
0: by doing so, she is making a choice between her happiness and Jenny's. This martyr thing is very not a good look for shane none
1: of this makes sense i mean it's like it's really weird at all um we go back to helena's (laughs) dylan is on the phone (laughs) and um helena's like who are you talking to and dylan's like nobody nobody. just a friend
0: dylan 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 (laughs) dylan just say your mom everyone knows just say your mom (laughs) say something you can't build trust no one has ever said nobody we saw you on the phone you were talking to somebody so either you were (laughs) talking to yourself and doing Uh a whole bit where you were pretending to be on the phone which why and that's crazy we'd have to talk about that yeah or you were talking to somebody and somebody is not nobody because they are a person you were talking to and Mm -hmm. we will find out later that that person i guess was jenny god kill me maybe
1: I want to die by the end of this. I want one of them to kill me and go to the
0: interrogation room to talk about themselves. Just uh, the worst. So Dylan is like, am I going to be under suspicion forever? Yeah. I wish he could have said something really cool after that. Like, am I going to be under suspicion forever? I did pass that test at Hit Club. (laughs) Yeah. Hello. Haven't we been through this? I thought we did this bit already. We're doing the same plot again. (laughs) Surprise. Surprise. So then we go to Helena's interrogation, where she says, "Being rich is a curse. You don't know what it's like." All right, whatever. Uh, okay, sure, sure. Relevance. I wish that I had rich people problems Honor. instead of regular people problems. That sound yeah. much more.
1: You never know if chill. someone really cares about you or just wants your money i would i would be fine with either one just as long as because i mean would still be rich. i just want i just want people to like me even if they're pretending i'd rather have someone pretend to like me than openly dislike
0: me no i just don't care about any of the people part i just would be like well i'm rich and so i don't have to be concerned yeah, about I'll buy a like, new money friend. so like i don't have the same problems i used to have i don't know this This is silly. This is very Mm. stupid. We have no sympathy for you, Helena. Sorry. Anyway, back (laughs) to the house. Dylan gets her keys and storms out. And Helena chases her and suddenly is like, whoops. Sorry. I'm going to try to stop making you pay for this all the time. But I would like to point out that you did sue me (laughs) for sexual (laughs) harassment and, like, super ruined my life for a period of time. So it's going to be a little hard. Also, I have trust issues.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I do feel like they could work through it. Because, I would
0: advise them to do that with a therapist, but that's just Yeah, me.
1: they should. Because also, I mean, as much as I hate Dylan and have really harped on this, that like, you know, she was in this relationship with this guy and who knows what his role was in any of yeah. this. But they don't give us that, you know? No. And that you know what? That would have been a lot more interesting. Like if Dylan yes. had been like, yes, I know that I fuck you over. I was in like this terrible like, abusive relationship with this guy. Like get
0: into that. Right. Like, it seems like that guy was really, like, coercive and manipulative and, like, really abusive to her. And, like, why are we not talking about that part of it? Like, they've both been hurt, you know? Like, Dylan hurt Helena, but, like, Dylan was being hurt by Danny. Was that his
1: name? Yeah, I guess. And she even ripped up the check anyway. So, like, like, right. Anyway, I think whoever wrote this Helena stuff thought they were being really deep because it's like a lot of like long silences, you know, and angles, a lot of, a lot of looking
0: at each other and yeah. staring at the out the window. Yeah. So we go back to Helena interrogation moment, and she says she never knew how to be with people before. She just bought and sold people, and that's a that that's upsetting. I don't think uh-huh. you should be buying and selling people. That mm. that doesn't sound good. Mm. That that I don't like that. That sounds very bad. So we go back to the house. They are now kissing on the stairs. And wouldn't you know it, things escalate very quickly. You um, sure do. Where the fuck did this come from? First of all. So first
1: Dylan lifts her but doesn't lift her in a normal way like lifts her sort of like so Helena's like still standing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like and like Dylan's it looks like Helena tried to run up and they were going to do the dirty dancing thing. Yes. But then Helena it's totally w- what it looks like <laughs> Helena
0: freaked out at the last minute and so then said Dylan just Dylan's just holding her straight up. Remember when people were doing that plank challenge where you had to like make Uh your body perfectly flat and then like lay face down on like random objects? It's like Uh she's doing that, but vertically. Absolutely. And no one's like holding her around like her knees or like thighs. This is dangerous. weird. I was, well, it's about to get a whole lot more dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Do
1: you trust me? Okay. Well, maybe.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I really feel like the conversation we were just having a minute ago is about how Helena doesn't
1: trust you. Yeah. Get a knife, though. Put her put her on the counter. Get out a knife. That's how you find out if someone really trusts you. You know? I think that,
0: a knife. that jumping from, like, an argument to knife play is a great <laughs> idea. And that having zero discussions about that before uh-huh. entering into that situation, I think that's totally fine. And there's yeah nothing wrong with any of this.
1: No. Just, like, lay her down the kitchen counter. Hold a knife <sighs> to her throat. And also, like, you can trust someone not to kill you with a knife, but still not trust them with your feelings,
0: you know? um Mm, that's a really good point it's different that said it is
1: hard to find at least for me personally and I know that I don't have like the same I'm not the same size as Helena but it's hard to find a bra that fits really well it's not it's not like you Mm. can just do it really easily and if someone came over to my house and knifed (laughs) my bra off my body I'd be like are you gonna fucking (laughs) replace that
0: like do you know how much bras cost i forgot yeah, because you just, i don't need them anymore, i know but, you um, don't have to
1: worry about it. Anymore. but uh, I, for, yeah. I immediately
0: forgot about bras uh <laughs> once i didn't have breasts anymore um no that was probably a very expensive bra i guess helena has a lot of money so it's fine <sighs> we cut from this to jenny editing the video we are watching helena footage and helena has a lollipop it must be a weed lollipop right I know, right? And then it says something about how she didn't like Bet because of how much her mother admired her. And uh-huh. I'm like, wow, Bette's going to love this video. <laughs> um, why don't you talk all about, like, fucking Tina, too, while we we're yeah. at it? Yeah. Then she's she's editing, and it cuts to Phyllis and Joyce, who are... <gasps> so Helen is in her kitchen. Phyllis and Joyce are also in their kitchen. Uh-huh. Okay. And Phyllis is like, Bette, you were so hot in your power suit. And <laughs> Joyce is like, now that you're moving, my business is going to take a hit. Oh, you can't represent them from afar, fu- okay. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna miss double billing you, ladies. Honestly, this this little clip is maybe the highlight of the episode.
0: Oh, bet I miss you so much. I'll never forget the first time I saw you at CU. It was a lecture, and you were one of the panelists. And you look so hot in your power suit. And I'm gonna miss double billing you, ladies. My business is really gonna take a hit. <laughs> oh,
1: we miss you.
0: Yeah. I don't know why everyone's filming in their kitchens, but sure. You know
1: what it looks like also, though, that I thought was weird, Carly? Tell me. It kind of looked like Jenny had purchased a lot of video editing equipment. You know what's so funny is
0: that <laughs> it did look like that. It looked like she had a full like, computer, probably a desktop computer, with monitors. multiple monitors. Mm-hmm. And what very clearly was an early version, earlier from now version of final cut editing software uh-huh. yes just put a pin in that really uh, <laughs> put,
1: put a pin in that maddeningly distracting situation
0: yeah hmm. um we cut from this to somebody i can't tell who because the lighting is so non-existent having a very intense <laughs> orgasm uh-huh as it turned out turns out it's tina, tina but it it's takes tina. a minute or two of that scene to really actually realize who is in the scene because sad of the lighting. Baby, sad baby. Tina's so worried about the railing. Reese, did you hear about the? Did you hear oh, hear what about the railing? Oh, is it on their? Something about like the on their railing. House? Yeah. Oh. Something about that railing, you know? Didn't get finished or? You know what I
1: always say is like, get a railing, don't get a railing. Either way, you have stairs. <laughs> anyway, this is I think this is our like this is little bit is sort of our goodbye to Ben and Tina. You know where this like they have. The f- they have like a hot sex they light a bunch of lesbian candles they kiss they roll around they they roll around they fall asleep looking at each other they fall asleep on top of each other and is playing
0: yeah (laughs) that was a nice touch that was a nice touch i do like that song quite a bit Beth says she
1: wants to marry her when they get to new york which is great because it's not legal you can't marry anyone in new york at that time
0: yeah, they also. Did you get a sense that as Bet was like right, like right after Tina came and they were like, they started to kiss, and then Bet mm-hmm. was like, kind of like looked like she was like thinking about something. I yeah. totally thought in that exact moment she was going to be like, I have to tell you something that happened <laughs> with Kelly the other night, and I was about to be like, Bet, this is like neither the not time the time the place. but instead mm-hmm. we get this beautiful fan service fan YouTube video of them, yeah. and that's nice. candles and good for them.
1: Yeah, I think I thought it was it was a sweet little nice thing that was given to uh, some of the show's most loyal fans, which are the Badentina fans. Mm -hmm. So brava.
0: This episode is brought to you by Orate. Orate is a women founded company selling fine jewelry made in New York City. Orate makes the jewelry you've always wanted but could never find.
1: This is a very interesting advertiser for us because neither of us really wear jewelry or pay a lot of attention to jewelry.
0: Uh yeah, I've never. I, I I've always found jewelry to be such a like very gendered, uh space, yeah. and so I've I've often found it hard to find specific jewelry items that I actually like.
1: Right, and then also they it tends to be very expensive. Very
0: expensive.
1: Orate hits all the spots for people who are new to buying jewelry. First, the quality. It's all real gold. You can wear it and never have to take it off. Shower, working out, sleeping, cooking, anything. It's jewelry for life. All Orate pieces come with a lifetime warranty because they know that it lasts, even though your life probably won't.
0: Even though the planet's dying, this jewelry will outlive all of us. Not only is the quality great, but so is the price. Because Orate sells direct to you without the middleman markup, they can offer the same quality as traditional high-end brands at a fraction of the cost. I really like how they make high-quality jewelry accessible.
1: Yeah. And plus, it's a women-founded company, and it's all ethically sourced, which is a win-win.
0: Fantastic.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I recently had to put my dog with a sitter for a week, who was my friend, and I... Got her some jewelry from this company as a gift and she loves it. And it was also just really easy for her to find what she wanted. And the designs were also very simple for people who like a more gender neutral type
0: look. Yeah, for me, my my jewelry choices when I do wear it, it's like really simple like no frills kind of pieces like I've been wanting for a long time just like a plain silver chain and like last year maybe like a birthday or Hanukkah or Christmas or something uh my wife got me one and it fell apart like pretty quickly um and I was devastated because I had really liked it and so um I bought a new one through Orate and it's really beautiful and it's the exact kind of thing I love and so far, the quality has been great. I've been wearing it all the time, and I love it.
1: It's true; they're wearing it right now, and it looks amazing. Thank you so much. It You're looks welcome. it looks great with my Cruel Intentions t shirt. It does. It really <laughs> brings out the intentions in your t shirt. Thank you.
0: They are cruel. <laughs>
1: We're obviously not going out a lot these days, but knowing that whatever product you buy isn't going to disintegrate in the shower and can withstand life's roughest days is always money well spent.
0: Yeah. I like knowing that the chain I'm wearing is not going to like leave a green ring on my neck or a ring isn't going to make my finger green or something. And, you know, I'm excited to eventually go back to the gym and go back to play basketball with my friends and I can like wear my cool chain and like look really cool. I'm imagining it right now. And that's like it's very cool. Thank I can you. see, I can see you like slam dunking in your necklace in my head. You know what? This necklace is probably going to allow me to dunk on a ten foot rim, which is something Absolutely, I was yeah. not able to do prior to having the necklace. Right. So it basically has magical powers. Exactly. I also um, really liked the packaging that it came in when it was shipped to my house. I thought it was very lovely. We have a very special offer for To Ellen Back listeners for fifteen percent off your first Orate purchase. Go to orateNewYork dot slash To Ellen Back and use promo code To Ellen Back. That's A-U-R-A-T-E newyork.com slash to Ellen back. Use the code to Ellen back. That's T-O-L-A-N-D-B-A-C-K to get 15% off your first or eight purchase. Yeah, you should
1: do it. It's never been a better time to support independent businesses owned by human beings and not big corporations. Exactly. Do it right now. Get do something it. special. Do it. To You're make up for the so fight you just cool. had with your girlfriend. Do it. Make do up, it. Make up it. with someone. You're look great. Get a ring. Propose to someone. Make a choice. Then we go to bet Be interrogated. What about Tina? Why would anyone ask but what about Tina in an interrogation?
0: After Jenny has just found a, turned up dead in Beth's pool? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I'm not a police officer, Reese, so I don't really know how these things normally go. But I am a person who has seen a lot of true crime documentaries, and I can tell yeah. you that they have never talked about Tina in any of them. Yeah, you're right. It was at this moment in my notes <laughs> that I realized that the episode was not even halfway over yet, and I began <laughs> I to <know>. panic. <laughs>
1: It took me like a whole day to watch this episode. Then we have another cute little situation, which is it's sort Mm -hmm. of like a throwback to the pilot episode where Shane is like running her hands through the foliage. She's wearing a normal outfit instead of the weird leather shirt. She comes around. She sees Bed and Tina glowing on the porch. She knows they Mm -hmm. had sex the night before they give each other knowing looks and it's very cute. And then they sort of talk about Jenny and um, is it Bat who says, I think her heart is in the right place. I think she just misplaced her meds. Yes. And Shane's like, mm, you know, maybe. And I'm like, did she? Were there meds to have misplaced? Yeah. Like, are there? Is that a, like, I get that this is a joke, but like, is it?
0: Is it a joke? What? It's not funny. They also mention again that Wheezy is coming to fix the railing before the party. That's something <laughs> I think that's really important to know. Terror building up inside you. This is the third mention of... <laughs> There's no railing and Wheezy's coming to fix the railing. Um, also, Shane said that she was spent the night with Alice because she was upset about the whole thing with Tasha and that girl, Jamie. They all know who – you don't need to say that yeah. girl, Jamie, anymore. You guys went yeah. to a dance competition with her. You've spent time with her. She was at the baby yeah. shower. I think you could just say Jamie. I think we all know who you're talking about. Yeah, we all know. Um, and then Beth has some real theories about, you know, why did Jenny even give Shane the studio if Jenny is now using the studio to edit the video – then right. whose studio is it? And that's a great question because Jenny's name is undoubtedly on the lease. Mm-hmm. So really it's hers. And maybe Shane has some photographing to do, but I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, as we all know, Shane has taken one photo. She already developed it and scene. Exactly. We go back to an interrogation. This time it's Tina Kennard. And for the first time <laughs> in this episode, we actually see Lucy Lawless's <gasps> face. Wow.
1: Tina is huge,
0: talking about huge. Kelly,
1: which is again, very relevant to the case. So uh, relevant. Kelly's not even in this episode. <laughs> she calls Kelly a bombshell. A bombshell uh, predator false. type. Okay. Ugh.
0: Ugh. Helena watches Dylan through the window of the house. She's on the phone. She gets off the phone. She gets in the car. She leaves.
1: <gasps> Unbearable Betty music is playing.
0: Yeah, it's, Some of the worst. We go back to Alice, who is at home eating red vines, which is the most relatable thing that happens in this whole episode. Yeah.
1: Although she does look at it and says, 140 calories. That's crazy. That's like barely any calories. Why is that crazy?
0: (sighs) We are a red vines household uh, as opposed to a Twizzlers household. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that is a really divisive topic amongst people in the community, in the candy Mm -hmm. community. And um, I just wanted to state that I live in a red vines household. Okay. And whenever Robin is stressed out, I usually buy her red vines.
1: I don't really eat a lot of licorice.
0: No, and I don't really either. But Alice is, is stress eating the red vines. And yeah. that's so relatable to my life, too. Uh, Shane's eating a bowl of cereal. And then, like, I wanted a bowl of cereal. But I don't have any cereal in the house right now. So I had to just kind of sit with those feelings. Um, and then Alice does this weird impression of Tasha and Jamie. Oh, yeah. The, like <laughs> She, like, does the voice... I was like, she's like, Do you like it when I touch you like that? Because I like it when you touch me like that.
1: You know, well, it's the same. Uh, oh my God. I can't believe your nipples got hard when I lick them because mine got hard when you lick mine.
0: I really think Alice doesn't know that people can have things in common.
1: Mm-hmm. Then like Jenny, Jenny comes home and she's, she's so stressed out. And Sounder, Sounder's here. Oh, thank God, a little dog. She's so stressed out about all the things she has to do and it's like all the things that you decided to do for literally no reason, um, but okay.
0: None of these are things you have to do because one of them is getting your lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just You, you could just lunch. eat something in the house. Eat a red get vine. lunch anywhere. There's at least cereal in the house. We know there's yeah. cereal. Um, so Jenny's like spiraling and she's like, three more people have FedEx their tribute videos and I have to go pick them up and I have to go to the Grove to buy editing software and hang on a second. <laughs> What were you using to edit in the last scene? Final cut, you bitch. It was there. We saw it. We saw it. It was final cut. Also, why didn't we get a scene at the Grove? I know. I want to go to the Grove right now. The thing I miss maybe the most in this over a year now of not going places is malls. (laughs) I miss malls so much. And I know that the Grove is an outdoor mall, but I still don't trust all of the citizens of Los Angeles to behave because the Grove has been quite crowded all throughout this whole situation, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um awesome. so yeah she's like spiraling and chain's like hey why don't I just do the shopping part mm-hmm. and you go do the editing part even though I'm gonna go buy the editing software maybe I'll buy a time machine and I'll yes. just meet you at the studio yeah I'll and see you Jenny is in, like oh my god what a relief uh,
1: so now we go to bed and Tina's like renovated kitchen um and kid and Sonny come home with Angie. They took Angie to the zoo. So they're in a full relationship at this Apparently, point. Apparently,
0: even though the last time we saw them, uh, Kit was yelling at him for like being a liar.
1: Right. And then Bet is upset that he is going to use their new bathroom because he's this a man.
0: What so weird. He's like, I have to change to go to work. So he needs to put on his drag. Um, also, he was not gone nearly long enough to have done the transformation that he <laughs> yeah. did. Like, I just... Like not even I mean he's a bad drag queen, but sure. But you need a little bit of time to put on a face and makeup. Um so Bet's like, you can use the powder room because you're a man. And Tina's like, that's not a lot of room. And what if he wants to practice his routines and his choreo? Why don't you use our brand new, newly built master bathroom upstairs? And Bet, who not happy about that. How much longer is she gonna even be living in this house? She says she hates men and then says that she's not a man-hater in the same scene. <laughs> her words, not mine. And then James comes in. How do you put up with her? Tell no, me. I...
1: He never pees in my bathroom. Nope, never. Right? Ever? Ever?
0: Oh, where do you pee? Powder room,
1: right? He knows his place.
0: Um, I hate powder room. Just call it a half bath. Mm-hmm. Come on.
1: Yeah, call it a half bath. Say go to my half bath. But also like, I don't know, are they maybe like happy for Kit that she's in this relationship with somebody who seems like a nice guy? Is it, no, it's just, just no, get out of the really bathroom. No, concerned
0: about the bathroom that's in the house that she just put up for sale. Oh boy. So we fast forward to Shane has already run all the errands and she's yeah. arriving at the studio and she's like, I've got your food. And I've got your final cut, even though we see it's on already. the monitor in the same moment that she is saying the words, I brought you final cut, that final cut is open and functioning on the screen in front of Jenny.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, what would I do without you? Also, um, <laughs> Shane's like,
0: "I, didn't have your pasta, so I got your fried chicken."
1: okay. And <laughs> somehow Jenny's like, I'm going to kill myself, but I'll leave everything to you. And then she's like, do you want to see this video from Carmen of Carmen dancing? And then Shane just like leaves. yeah she's like no I don't want to see it and that's great because apparently we didn't get to see it either because later we do see the video of Carmen and there's no dancing
0: But she's not dancing and that's that's rude to the audience it sure is we've seen her dance before and to tease us with that is quite rude it is and then Dylan shows up cool I'm sure this is going to be a normal thing that will happen (gasps) normally yeah that's going to make sense
1: then we go to Bettina's um they are like, James, have you ever thought about moving? And he's like, oh, you know, I haven't been offered a job because now Beth doesn't have a job. We have no idea. As of last week, she was going to work long distance or whatever for the gallery. Like this is what she talked to Kelly about. So like somehow right. that has changed.
0: She hired James to work with her at the gallery but you know what? Bet's going to flip the script. She just doesn't even want a job anymore. She actually just wants to stay home and take care of the kids. And Tina yeah. can support her. And there's a beat. And then everyone in the scene laughs hysterically. <laughs> and this was one of the only like palatable moments of this episode. Because like, of course Bet is completely unable to not be working. Yeah. Um, and then acts like she doesn't get, Whoa, why are we laughing? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sunset Boulevard appears from the stairs of the new bedroom and <laughs> bathroom area. And once again, his makeup is very horrible. Um, so I guess maybe it is realistic that he did it in like 10 minutes, but whatever. He kisses Angie goodbye and she says, bye, daddy. They just met. And they all just stare at each other for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the episode. And that's the episode. Could you imagine if that was the season finale? Like they just met. How long has Angie known this man for? A few days? How much time has passed? Why can no one tell us anything about the time? What is going on?
1: Alice on the phone with Helena. She tells Helena that Dylan is at Jenny's
0: studio. And that like, oh, she must be helping the edit. (laughs) Okay. No. Of course not. So Helena gets off the phone with Alice. We go back to the studio where Dylan is like pleading with Jenny to not tell Helena something. What Mm -hmm. is the thing? We eventually learn the thing.
1: Straight up exposition.
0: Like (laughs) the most exposition is that she recognized Jenny's voice when she called to pretend to be her manager, Nikki's manager, right? That's who she was impersonating. Mm -hmm. Um, When she set up the meeting and so that Dylan knew all along that it was a setup and she totally went through with all of it. Gave an incredible performance as person who thought this was a job interview and, an, and then a second riveting performance as person who storms out of a baby shower.
1: The second riveting performance is the one that I actually find deeply disturbing. However, that is not the issue that it's eventually sort of honed in on here, you know. because mm-hmm. um, then Helena shows up. it has been at most 10
0: minutes. Dramatically, like she's just like appears and says something and they're like, how long have you been standing there? It's very dramatic.
1: Yeah. And so she got there from Malibu,
0: Malibu to West Hollywood in 10 minutes. Sure.
1: They just want Helena to be really mad at Jenny.
0: Yeah. They just need to set up more people that want Jenny dead. Yeah. And this is she's like, fuck you, Schechter. Except like the show is confusing like being mad at someone with wanting them <laughs> to, to kill them those yeah. are two extremely different things i get yeah. mad at people all the time i've never yeah. wanted to murder anybody right and this is not that kind There's of show very different things
1: like no, i know that really this is obviously just be like who killed jr or whatever but that was a completely different type of show like a
0: completely yeah, different kind of show completely different type of show this is not a universe in which like crazy shit like this happens like this is a no. grounded show and for this to be the way they wanted to go out and to, like, yeah. change the entire tone of the show and the format of the show in the final season is very confusing and potentially misguided. Anyway, fuck you, Schechter.
1: Yeah. <sighs> this is so dumb. They, so they go outside. Like, Helena and Dylan are go outside, and they're yelling at each other. And Helena's like, I'll never know for sure that you would have rejected Nikki. Who? What? <sighs> like, that's not the issue. This
0: isn't the issue. This None of this is real. This is so
1: was she worried about dylan hooking up with someone else for an opportunity like that's what she was that was what she needed to know like helena didn't even want to do that whole thing
0: yeah i think if anything you should test out if dylan will sue you or not Yeah, (laughs) if dylan will entrap you and sue you
1: (laughs) yeah do something law suable you know and then see if she litigates but the issue like what Mm -hmm. dylan i think in my opinion did wrong here is dylan storming out of the baby shower in outrage over something that she actually already knew about that is weird and yes. crazy because that shows that she's that's fine crazy. with causing helena emotional distress she got mad at helena she yelled at her The baby shower, like how could you do yeah. that even yeah. though she already knew about it and then she ran off like that is bananas that's mean
0: that is so intentionally mean
1: yeah, yeah. like that's like whether or not helena knows if she took up with nikki who, who gives a fuck
0: Dylan knows Helena has stress issues, which uh-huh. are mostly caused by Dylan herself. Mm-hmm. And that she claims to be completely in love with Helena and yet storm- like made her feel like shit and stormed out of the baby shower. Yeah. I get it. None of us wanted to be at that baby shower. <laughs> yeah. But like you were already <laughs> yeah. committed to you it. You could have just said, I need a minute. <laughs> or you could have been like, you can have been like, actually, you know what, guys? I wasn't going to say anything, but um, I totally knew this was a setup because you're all really bad at this. Yeah. Um and so like I'm flattered that you put that much effort into my whole thing. But um Helena I love you and like well anyway this is a nightmare. I hate this. Um also you can totally see the traffic lights in the reflection behind them and they are painted yellow and there are no yellow traffic lights in Los Angeles. <gasps> so it's a very deeply Vancouver moment.
1: Good eye.
0: Thank you. I, t- it actually took me out of the scene, although I feel like I was looking for a way to get out of the scene because I was like, this is <laughs> we, so we like, all, nonsensical yeah. and I, I hate it. And then I was like, yellow traffic lights. What is this, New York City? And then I was like, no, they're not filming in New York City. I'm like, oh, I guess Vancouver has. Anyway.
1: Then we go to the MoMA <sighs> store or whatever
0: where. Right. Might, where like, Shane has decided.
1: A, to give her friends who are traveling, who are moving across the country. Across the country. A large. A gigantic,
0: breakable <laughs> item glass bowl i cannot think of a more inconsiderate gift in this situation <laughs> for and also for someone who has very specific taste about art oh my god i know come you on you know what i mean you know the bet would take one look at that and find something wrong with it
1: like you know that people like they have their specific taste of what they like mm-hmm. about things you know what i mean like yep. i would not take that kind of risk
0: maybe buy them a champagne flute that matches the one that that broke <laughs> At least it's a small breakable. That's item. what Kelly
1: should have done. She could have put a champagne flute, wrapped it up and sent it in and been like, Oh my God, why didn't Jenny get Kelly to be in the video? Right? I know she could have been sitting there. Seems been like, like something she, she could done. have limped in because she has a shard of glass in her foot. I've been like, I've been like, Hey, I'm going to follow you to New York and
0: seduce you. We didn't hook up at all. Instead. I got glass in my foot. I can't get it out. <laughs> it's been like this for days or weeks or months. I'm not sure. So anyway, we're at the MoMA store or whatever. And guess who's here? It's Molly. She
1: got a haircut. She's gay
0: now. She's got a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Got a gay girlfriend and a gay haircut. And she's like, hey, I heard about you and Jenny. And I was actually pretty surprised given the whole thing with the jacket. You know, when I brought your jacket and how that letter was (laughs) in it. And like, obviously, (laughs) she gave that to you and you read it. And like, Uh, then you like didn't say anything about it. And I just thought that was like really interesting. Anyway, I fell for you, I survived, and I wish you guys the best. And Shane stands there,
1: like, obviously shocked out of her mind. Truly. And Molly does not take note of this reaction. Shane does not expand upon it. No.
0: Like, this happens a lot in this show. Yes, and it's like, that's not how normal human interaction works. Like, if you talk to someone and they look really confused you would say something you'd yeah, be like you'd be like wait do you not did she not give you the jacket oh there was oh she gave you the jacket. there's a letter in the yeah. box. Did you not look for the letter oh she right. didn't give you the jacket oh you don't know where the jacket is <laughs> it's so weird that you've been missing a jacket for so long considering you own four pieces of clothing that like wouldn't you have noticed that, that had gone missing
1: <laughs> see you just wrote the whole scene for
0: them God, I'm so good at this. Anyway, Shane is clutching this bowl to her body that is bigger <laughs> than her.
1: Yeah, she's going to put herself in that bowl and put herself in the Nile River and just
0: go just out. sail away. Sail away.
1: Sail away. Sail she leaves, away. doesn't
0: buy the bowl. I think not buying the bowl is the right move. But Yeah, um, thank God she didn't buy the bowl. Yeah, I think Bet would have been like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this?
1: Break it, clean it up. Clean it up between Kelly's legs, step on it.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe, bowl. maybe I can drop this in front of Tina's crotch. Yeah.
1: Oh, you could give a baby. You put a baby in it. Max could have the baby in that bowl. At least,
0: at least one baby, if not two. It's a large bowl. <laughs> it's very large bowl. <sighs> Guess what? It's time for the big party. Um, but
1: <laughs> from here on out, we can't see a goddamn thing.
0: It is so dark. It's Remember? over. <laughs> Guess what? It's dimly lit. Alice arrives. I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alice has been drinking since 11 a.m. That's funny.
0: Bless her heart. Bette calls Dylan Maleficent and Helena calls Jenny Callie, the goddess of destruction. And I just really want to commend the writers on what's (laughs) happening in this scene.
1: They thought maybe no one will know we know things when they read this. So let's add something that showed that we've read a book. Look at us
0: referencing things. And then Max says the greatest thing Max has ever said. Maybe Shane threw a bucket of water on her and she melted. Yeah. And Alice is like, oh my God, that's like the (laughs) meanest thing you ever said. I love it. I love when people are mean. Is this the scene where Tina mentions that Wheezy blew them off and did not show up to fix the railing?
1: If it was, I, didn't, I did not take note of it.
0: I also didn't write it down. It's either this scene or one of the next several scenes where Tina lets us know that Wheezy bailed on them. Maybe she had to go meet some more hot men <laughs> at an uh, art gallery opening in West Hollywood. And you know what? Yeah. They just put up some brightly colored tape where the railing would be. Yeah. Don't worry, we will get mention of the dangerous nature of this 18 more times before the episode ends.
1: Thank God. Then we go to a Max and Tara bang where Max says that Jenny saw him. Max says that Jenny saw him for who he is. And that, my friends, is not true. Um, She did at first, but then she really didn't.
0: She really, really didn't. She was horrible to Max. She was absolutely horrible to him.
1: Yeah, this season. (sighs)
0: I'm my heart breaks for Max in a yeah. very intense way. It just doesn't end. Like seeing him interrogated in this episode and talking about the ca- other characters with such reverence and like fondness and love is so heartbreaking. Yeah, like that's the real story of the finale. And also, like
1: that mustache does not stand up to a close up. It was not. Oh, no, no. one put that on with ideas no. of an interrogation close up
0: no that mustache is running out to the wild west <laughs> in a gold rush situation
1: yeah we're doing a wide we're doing a pan out we're doing a full sunset we're doing a desert, we're getting a desert.
0: yeah we're not doing a close-up um, back to the party Alice decides that she's gonna make up with Jenny tonight for Shane's sake and Beth's like let's all give it a try and they toast and they're like oh, somebody I think it's Alice is, or Bet is like yeah like a mass try it's all give it a try I
1: mean, why not? Yeah, come on. We can do it. Like a mask. All right. Mm-hmm. That's a no, mask
0: try. <laughs> no, first okay. Oh, <laughs> go. That was kind of And that cute. was like so random and ad-libbed, and I enjoyed that.
1: Yeah. Um, then we go to, the, uh, this is my favorite of all the interrogation clips, actually.
0: We this go to... <laughs> <also> <laughs> this <We> is also... Fine. We go... <laughs> this one is somehow... Okay, go ahead. This is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we go, and Helena just names... Goes, Tina. Kid. <laughs> Max. Alice. Uh Jen, No, no, she say Jenny.
0: Shane. Doesn't say Jenny. She she Max, just re- hasha Tasha. Paige. Carmen. Poppy. James. Peggy. My
1: mother. Peggy. <laughs> Dan Foxworthy. The guy <laughs> Dax from the car from the Dax. car repair shop. Marina. Who's the guy that owned wax with Shane? Uh, Billy Billy, Jaffe. Uh, Sherry Jaffe, Sherry <laughs> Jaffe, Billy Blakey, who um, uh, died uh, in the Angus and <laughs> Angus the nanny, Hazel the other nanny, um, uh, Marcus Allenwood, Tim, 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 good old Tim, uh, Tim's good old uh, Tim. the guy who Trish on Tim's <laughs> swim team, the best swimmer on the swim team. Forget, Annette, Jenny's college roommate. Um,
0: Marina, the uh, Mar- person who ruined Jenny's life, and Jenny has never recovered from. Clearly,
1: Adele, um, Stacy Merkin, Lindsay, the veterinarian,
0: William, <laughs> Will- William. Aaron, Tina's former boss, Shay, 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 Shay Shay's little brother, the woman Shay. that <laughs> bet did not sleep with Shane's parents,
1: um, Carmen's <laughs> parents, Dana um, <Gina> Fairbanks, <laughs> Dana Fairbanks, Dana's parents. Dana's brother, Dana's gay brother, Howie. Dana's
0: Cylon parents. The girl, the girl, Howie,
1: the girl with the clipboard, the nun, <laughs> the nun who ran away with Peggy Peabody, the sous <laughs> chef, with the,
0: the girl with the clipboard. is my favorite one. <laughs> girl with the clipboard at Pride. And the girl, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. The person with the Uh, the, whip at the stations of the cross. Absolutely, yeah. The
1: naked woman who was in the picture that was in the art museum. The girl who was getting fucked by Jesus in the art museum exhibit. (laughs) You know? Oh my God! The cart. The um, Yolanda who they met at the at the parenting group. Um, the guy they met at the parenting group who like led the parenting group who then was later cast in the farm. Um. Is that everybody?
0: Pamke <laughs> Jansen, who was also cast in The Farm. Melissa Leo, who was on both shows. <laughs>
1: Melissa Leo, who played Winnie. Francesca. Francesca. Oh, no,
0: Winnie. Who is Francesca? Uh, oh, what's her Marina's, face? Marina's ex, Francesca. No, but who or played Marina's... her? It doesn't matter. Oh, a Cylon, right? I don't but remember. They look anyway, similarly. the point is she names everyone under the sun except Jenny. And then the detectives are like, what about Jenny? And Helena makes the most insane face she looks shocked, okay. insulted, hurt, angry. <laughs> and like she could either burst into tears or run through the wall Kool-Aid man style at any moment. <laughs> she looks like the name Jenny is shocking to her despite her being interrogated because Jenny just died.
1: Like did they just ask what about Jenny? Like what were they talking about other stuff? And then they were like, what about Jenny? And she was like, "Uda the vampire. Um, <laughs> The guy, the girl who went on two dates with Max. The guy who
0: told Max Max's he was boss. either fish or fowl. The redheaded guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who was Shay's friend that was Paige's kid?
1: Oh, yeah. Jared. 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 Don't forget Jared. Oh, Gabby
0: DeVoe. Gabby DeVoe. How could we forget Gabby DeVoe? Tanya. Oh, Tauntaun.
1: Tauntaun's parents. Bet's dead, Dad. Annie Sprinkle
0: from the cruise. Annie Sprinkle
1: from the cruise. The whole, the entire Betty, the band, Elizabeth <laughs> Ziff, everyone who meet tagged Bet. Um, the the staff of the planet, the blonde woman that Poppy fucked at the poker place, the girl who made that weird face when Jenny was ordering a latte
0: in season five, the French girl that Jenny fucked. In yes, Claude. Trips. Claude.
1: Oh. <laughs> The entire cast of Les Girls, Shane's terrible dad. <laughs> oh boy! But the um,
0: name Jenny is so offensive. What about That's Jenny? Shocking, there. Oh yeah, Jenny.
1: I already forgot about her.
0: Haven't heard that name in years. She died an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the party. Okay,
1: who should who should arrive? But Jenny. And she She's like, "Oh, it's so beautiful and fancy. I can't believe they remade this entire set just for the last episode after spending literally five dollars <laughs> on everything else for the entire goddamn season."
0: I can't breathe. It's so <laughs> funny.
1: And Kit's like, "Stop it with this Kelly thing. Stop trying to hurt Valentina." And, and Jenny's like, "I can't. I don't want to be involved in this." And she's like, "Do you have proof?
0: Who would ever ask that? Do you have proof? What is she talking about?" I mean, maybe if Jenny is a person that you spend a lot of time with, Mm. you would ask, do you have proof?
1: And then she puts the, she wires her iPhone video, iPhone video to the TV so she can watch. So now it's a blown up picture. And Kit looks at this picture of two people, women with their clothes on, one of them cleaning up glass on the ground in front of the other one. And it's like, oh my (gasps) God, Pat is giving her oral. is
0: shocked. She is truly shocked she is distraught her mind is blown somehow blowing this first generation <gasps> iPhone video uh-huh. which shouldn't have existed up mm-hmm. has still kept the quality perfect
1: yeah and i think what's good about that okay. is that it doesn't show anything so
0: it doesn't also in this scene jenny says that she sees that she's making everyone uncomfortable and that her friends don't want to be around her anymore <laughs> yeah. and she insists that she's not a liar so why did the show feel the need to have her... like? I, she seems to be displaying a complete lack of self-awareness throughout this whole season. So for her to say that is very confusing. They
1: suddenly are like, let's try to make it sympathetic. Yeah. I mean, you know what they are doing
0: really well, actually, is building up to someone who's about to kill themselves. Big time, yeah. Oh, my friends hate me. Uh, you no know, one wants like, me around. I'm causing all these problems, even though I'm not trying to. Even
1: though you, are, you have been trying to this whole
0: this whole season you've been trying to you've been talking about this kelly thing to anyone who will listen yeah michelangelo the guy <laughs> that built the house in the woods yes all uh <laughs> jody's ex stupid friends
1: yeah tom <laughs> we forgot about tom tom what that girl who dated max for, grace grace with the profile on myspace with the profile of the jumping the woman with the hair from the look the arch chart. you know <laughs> Um what's it's Melanie Litsinsky yeah. in her little schoolgirl outfit. Melanie Litsky's
0: character. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, so we At go Sunset to Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> Sunset Boulevard. We go to we go to Bet's and, and interrogation tape, and they say Jenny Schechter. Is that not already the topic of the conversation?
0: <sighs> so what Bett's about to say, you're gonna hear this again in a few minutes. Yeah, don't she worry. She says that Jenny is. Yeah, Don't worry if you didn't get all these um, descriptors. Jenny is complex. Jenny is talented. That's incorrect. She is self-destructive, sometimes very generous, but complicated. We yeah. go back to see Shane frantically rummaging through her house, trying to find this jacket. They all have hat boxes um, in this house. A lot of ha- I, do, do, do Who owns this many hat boxes? I don't know. I mean, Jenny watch. has
1: worn some controversial hats. That's fair. But... Maybe it's for Shane's
0: fedoras. Oh, my God. So um, she looks up, sees the attic, and this was a real arrest development moment for me where she was like, perhaps an attic I shall seek. I don't know. I think she figured this out a little too quickly, but mm. sure. She opens the attic. She climbs upstairs. Now, if you recall, Jenny took the jacket, climbed the stairs, placed the jacket directly <laughs> At the opening of the attic, she placed it right next to the opening uh and then immediately shut it and walked away. So Uh what this scene tells us is that at some point, Jenny went back into the attic and moved the jacket into a box. Uh She did nothing else to hide the jacket, but she did take a moment to go back up there and put it in a box. Mm -hmm. So anyway, Shane finds it immediately
1: and reads the letter and is like, oh, my God. It's lengthy. It's like multiple pages. Yeah. Yeah. We we already heard it, I think, in the first episode. But that feels like a lifetime ago. Even though, uh, as aforementioned, it's three weeks ago in the lifetime of the show.
0: And like the lighting is really bad. So I think Shane's upset or shocked or something. But it's hard to tell because you can't really make out her facial expressions. And then Shane and her 14 necklaces turn around <laughs> and find
1: dun, dun, the girl's negatives.
0: The girl's dun, negatives.
1: Dun. I'm going to say it right now because... Jenny did not steal those negatives. We're going to find this out later, no, but she didn't do it. She was framed. She, did not. she was framed.
0: She was framed. Somebody actually t- thought about this, <laughs> that means. Like, if you want to frame someone for something, that means you've put thought into it. Uh-huh. So someone put thought into stealing the negatives and putting them in Jenny's attic. But we'll get to that when we do the interrogation tapes, won't we? We
1: sure will. Um, so obviously, Shane is now really upset. I would wonder if I was Shane, like, is Jenny okay?
0: Like what's going on i I was this is actually
1: like this is profoundly deranged behavior
0: this is a lot of lying purposefully lying hiding things um yeah we see tina in an interrogation and all she talks about (laughs) is that everyone pronounced the name of the film differently it was called my girls or les girls everybody pronounced it differently I loved this whole scene. Some
1: said lay girls, others said
0: les girls. Okay. Great. Cool. Okay. Back to the party.
1: <laughs> be careful about the railing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um the railing isn't there. Mm-mm. You guys, we never got that railing, but Mm-mm. there is brightly there. colored tape. There's tape where though. the railing should be. <laughs> And also, you're adults with some semblance of spatial relations to understand <laughs> yeah. where you should stand and where you could fall. Mm-hmm. Just a thought.
1: Yeah. What about that babysitter, the babysitter that Bette tried to underpay in, the, in that one episode? Remember her? What <laughs> about mm-hmm. the, the mean
0: nurse at the hospital? Ugh. What about the social worker in the wheelchair who yes, was really mean? Yes, the social
1: worker who was really mean. Yeah, what about she Kate was Clinton really as a therapist with the clown nose? Clown All nose. Of these people should have come up.
0: Greatest hits. Also, the thing I noticed is that their house is remarkably uncluttered for a house where a toddler lives. And where people are packing to move. To move. Have you ever been to someone's house when they have a, a small child? There's shit everywhere. Yeah, Kid there shit. is. Mm-hmm. Even if you are a neurotic person like me and you're yeah. like, I'm going to make sure I put all this stuff away. There is still evidence. Mm -hmm. that a child lives there. I know that Bette has a very particular way she likes to move through the world. I respect that as a Taurus. Mm -hmm. I do. (laughs) But there is not a single, like, brightly colored child's toy or puzzle anywhere is shocking. right? And then the boxes. Why are they, had they not started packing? Yeah, are they packing? Also,
1: why did you renovate your house to make it look worse? Truly. Like, I don't like, whatever they did, it's like, it's more minimalist, I guess. But like, it's not. It's like aggressively stylized minimalism. It's so, like...
0: because. Before it was a craftsman, so it had some charm to it. Yeah, and it exactly. It wasn't completely sterile, but like a glass like r- staircase railing is something yeah. that would not be in a house like this. Like it's very confusing. It would be in Helena's Beach House, not right. in like a craftsman that has probably been there for 50, 60, 70 years or something.
1: Yeah. I assuming they are not changing the outside. It's not going to look, no one's going to walk into that house thinking, this is what it's going to look like. And the people who would want mm-hmm. a craftsman are not going to want a house that's been. Uh, in my it's opinion ruined <laughs> and also like if you're gonna have a child in your home you don't want to have a, a a railing like that like because they, they didn't no. know they were moving when they when they got this like she's gonna have to learn how to walk upstairs when she, like she's gonna one day before and that's gonna be her height and she's gonna be walking up the stairs and she's what that's bananas no nope 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 i do
0: like their bathtub um, though their new bathtub bathtub was was cool um Tasha's now being interrogated and says that Alice has a big heart and takes risks.
1: And is a great person. Okay.
0: Okay. Back on the bedroom slash bathroom tour. mm mm-hmm. uh, I think it's someone, Someone. I think it might have been Max, is like, I can't believe you guys aren't going to get to enjoy this place. <laughs> and Beth's like, oh, we already have. Very Samantha <laughs> Jones of her. Honey, we've been enjoying it for three days. <laughs> Would you
1: say? <laughs> I said, I liked Alice. Like, Alice is just making random commentary here and there that I enjoyed.
0: Like, she's just sort of like drunk well.
1: and being like, it seemed a little bit ad-libbed.
0: Yeah. And then Kit. Kit has been hiding on the balcony, which again, is a very dangerous place to be hiding. Yeah, I don't think the railing's and finished. I heard something about, the. I just don't really trust any balconies. Um, But this one in particular is covered in masking tape and um has no lighting on it. Yeah. Because Kit walks in from it and is completely... Which is too bad
1: because also she looked incredible this whole episode,
0: and it was too oh, bad it was in the, that it was in the dark. So she went to have a little chat with her sister, and so mm-hmm. Bet sends everyone downstairs. Um, this is the moment where I was like, "Where's Jenny?"
1: Right. This is where's t- Jenny? Right. So Bet and Kit are like screaming at each other, and Kit's like Jenny has a video of you and Kelly. But like, if Kit's seen the video, wouldn't Bet's like Bet's like I don't know what you thought you saw, but also like wouldn't Bet be like What's on the video? Like, what is the video? Like, can you explain it to me? Because I didn't have sex with Kelly, so whatever the video is, like, tell me about it. Is it
0: CGI? Is it is it yeah. bad computer generated? Bet and Kelly fucking. Is it a final cut trick? Uh, this is another another great moment to mention that a glass broke and she had to pick up the. Gla- what is wrong with everybody? And Kit has no trust in Bet, right? At all, like. <laughs> which no. I, I mean, I guess is warranted on some level, but like, come on, this is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, the, everything is just so empty. It just feels like everything that they decided to put into this season to build up to this death that they did not even give us the payoff of, of like telling us how it happened because they didn't even fucking know how it happened, which is not how you write a goddamn story. Um, that everything they put together to make, to build up to this is so is so weak. Like the Dylan and Helena thing is mm-hmm. weak. The Shane and Jenny thing is really bad, but it's also confusing because this is a complete like retcon of like how their relationship was or how it would be. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it would be great, but like it wouldn't be like it is. And the the stolen negative thing is completely bananas and has been from the beginning. Like there's so many they could have done a little bit better, I guess, maybe, but actually they couldn't have because there's no way to make these characters into potential murderers. There just isn't.
0: No, there's not. No. And instead of spending eight episodes, on a murder storyline, which is what everything else was like contrived to get us to, they could have spent eight episodes like actually tying up the storylines of the past five seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, what an interesting choice. <sighs> yeah. It was a choice. It was they a They made a choice.
1: It was a choice. Shane finds Tina and like takes her away. So we know where that's going. Um, mm-hmm. Then we go to the- Nikki in the interrogation room. Asking for a lawyer.
0: And you might be asking yourself, what's Nikki doing here? Don't worry. We'll get to that later. And Lucy Lawless tries to scare Nikki into thinking that they're all going to pin this on her. Because they all look out for one another. And they're tight-knit. And they trust each other. And none of them requested lawyers. (laughs) Whatever. No. Jenny runs downstairs (sighs) to tell everyone... it's time to go adjourn to the media room to watch her three hour Hour bet and tina tribute video however hours three hours first of all why does it have to show right like is it is it on like it's just gonna start airing it airs at 9 (laughs) p.m on pbs and she they have to turn the tv on at 9 p.m they don't have a dvr
1: the whole conceit of the video thing felt like video art in an art museum where people just kind of are able to like wander in and out of the screening room. right?
0: Because at one point, it's playing in an empty room later. Right. Like she starts, I think she already hit play when she yeah. comes in to tell them. Like, it, I think she's like, it's already playing. So you should maybe watch it. Like, what?
1: And later we'll see some clips from the video, all of which are what? A minute each? Maybe a minute? Oh,
0: God. Which makes me wonder, how is it? Three hours.
1: Right. Yeah. We see the beginning and end of several clips. Why did she get final cut or try to edit everything? Obviously, she for to make it three hours, you get editing equipment to make it last three minutes, babe.
0: That's what editing is. It's taking three hours of raw footage and turning it into a three minute send-off video. Also, we saw the goodbyes from most of the cast. So what was the other two hours and forty-nine minutes? Yeah. What was it? Do you think it was Jenny just reading her new screenplay? <laughs> it
1: was that's It was Helena listing of. all of the characters that's ever been on the L word. It was, it was <laughs> me. Hours. It was just me sitting in a chair staring at the screen with an unhappy facial expression.
0: Poorly lit so we wouldn't know.
1: Yeah. So Jenny's like, where's Shane? Where's Ben and Tina? I don't know. We go to the attic. Tina looks at the negatives. She's mad. I would think that she would like call Aaron or something, but okay, whatever.
0: She can't believe her eyes, and I think that if this were lit better, she might have had an easier time with that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. She's like, "Is that the Pete? Is that pizza
1: boxes is that? or is that like a round? Is are that a hat weights? box?
0: Is that a hat box? You do have a lot of hat boxes. We have a lot of hat boxes. Those are weights for the for the barbell." Okay. Yeah. Okay, Shane. That's uh, I, uh, good for you, but I don't know. First of, <laughs> yeah, of all, why, why you're keeping weights in the attic, about? and second of all, why you had to tell me now? Yeah. Then, uh, so Jenny goes to the new upstairs master bed and bath at Bett and Tina's house to look for Bet, And the shots are framed in such a way that we spend a lot of time looking at the tape where the railing should be. Mm-hmm. She walks outside, she comes back, Bet finds her. Bett tells Jenny that her family means everything to her and there's nothing <laughs> she wouldn't do to protect them. So contrived. Whew, Jenny doesn't want to hurt Bett and Tina. She loves Bett and Tina. And Bet says she will not abide anyone who threatens her family. Why, again, what? has she not mentioned the broken glass? I just, I don't Why get it. Is she, she didn't do it. Like, she didn't
1: hook up with Kelly. Like, you know what? Right. Honestly, this storyline would have made a lot fucking more sense if she actually did it. Because there's an option here. Because Obviously, what they're trying to do here, because they already decided, like, Alice is the one who's going to be arrested for it. So even though they said that they... Like this episode wasn't going to reveal who killed Jenny, but like the farm was going to reveal it. And that was going to be Alice. But so this is just supposed to be like a red herring, I guess, like because we see Bette threatening Jenny and she says those mm-hmm. things. But also an, um, another route for Bet here would be to say, can I see the video?
0: That would be so simple. And then she could see it and say like, first of all, there's nothing in this that... that uh, uh, broken glass. Uh, also, I want to say... What a bold decision to create a spinoff to your hit show Uh and tell everyone the premise of the new show, the Mm spinoff, which then spoils the ending of a season that hasn't even finished airing yet. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you tell people that the – Central question of the final season of your show, your hit show, will be answered in a spinoff when it hasn't actually been picked up to series yet. Yeah. And in fact, is so bad that it doesn't get <laughs> picked up to series. Wow. What a lesson learned.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Well, in- indeed. What a lesson learned. And then what happens? You give your show to someone else and they're like, oh, she killed herself. I think that this is the last time we see Jenny. No, not yet. No?
0: Okay. Oh, we see her on the video. Sorry. This is the last time we see her at the party yeah yeah we go back to the bet interrogation and again says the exact same line from the other scene except there's like one slight difference we see her roll up her sleeves in the beginning
1: or something yeah
0: they really 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 want us to think that bet did it
1: yeah by having Um, her say that jenny is complex
0: but she said it two or three times (laughs) and that's how you know she did it
1: like come on
0: we cut to the media room.
1: Yeah. Cut to the screening room (laughs) where the film is just playing to empty room. Like did Jenny not even edit out Tim kind of like taking a dig at Jenny? I want to take this opportunity to thank you. If it hadn't been for you, I might've ended up with that nutcase Jenny. (laughs) Ha ha. Just kidding. Jenny. Come on.
0: You know, I love you. Like did, did, she didn't edit out anything. She could have just done this in iMovie just to stitch these all together. (laughs) That What did she need? Two different copies of final cut for
1: and like, why is Tim saying goodbye to Ben and Tina when he said goodbye to them like three, four seasons ago? He doesn't live in LA. He lives in Ohio. By the way, oh, we never mentioned this before. But Kenyon has a really great swim team and we were wrong about that.
0: However, Correction corner. we're still
1: out on <laughs> we're still out on whether or not Oberlin does. There you go. Sorry about that, guys.
0: Um, Tina like pops into the room to look for everybody and sees Tim wishing them all the best from the ugly Betty set. And (laughs) she's so mad. And she says that she wants to put Jenny out of her misery.
1: (gasps) Oh my God. Is Tina going to Tina does, has no conviction that she would
0: never kill anybody. No, she could barely like make reservations for dinner. Right. We go to the porch. Alice and Shane are on the porch. They both look miserable. Mm hmm. Alice tells Shane she's decided to forgive Jenny and make peace with her. Why, you ask? Well, I'm alone now and I need friends. And Shane's like, ha, that's so funny because we are no longer together. And does not tell her best friend any other information. She just says, that was then very mysterious. So
1: as we all know, the last time we saw Jenny was just now, right? Mm-hmm. Was recently. So we're, I think yes. we're supposed she- to think she has died at this point.
0: Yes, even though they are sitting on the porch that overlooks the pool. <laughs> Great. 100%. Yes.
1: Other, I remember at the time I looked at like everyone's movements, you know, throughout it. And there was, there's no opportunity. Yeah. There's
0: no opportunity for anyone to actually have killed anyone.
1: No, unless Bet killed her then. But that's also impossible because people were walking back and forth. They walk, walk, there's no, you know. They all would
0: have seen her plummeting from they have heard it. the second story. They may have heard the uh, sound, a splash. Maybe a giant splash of a human falling from a second story into a pool. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know.
1: Um, Alice's interrogation, she says... What does this have to do with who killed Jenny? I don't understand at all these questions. Good fucking question.
0: And then Lucy Lawless is like... Oh. So you think someone killed Jenny? And that right there, that's your turn right into the spin-off. spinoff. Mm-hmm. That's upstairs. Tina wants to talk... Says so they'll talk
1: soon. They take a lot of time to talk about sweaters.
0: They're both upset, but like for completely different reasons. Mm-hmm. Everyone keeps asking where Jenny is. Yeah, everyone's cold. Max comes inside. He's also cold. <laughs> riveting
1: stuff here. Max, but Max also is there for a sweater. Really great. We're spending time on this. Yeah. Max felt a kick. So everyone knows that he's now accepted his pregnancy.
0: Yeah we see Sounder wandering around the pool whining. Right. I don't know if that's supposed to imply that Jenny's like floating in the pool right now. And that's why, like I, that was a little weird because also Max just walked in from outside yeah. where it's cold.
1: And everyone has been walking around everywhere this whole time. Like yeah. everyone is wa- like this everything time. Is In the video art room, um, Angus, <laughs> what the fuck? Go fall down a well. Who went in, who would put Angus in this fucking video? No one gives a shit about that douchebag. Jenny. <sighs>
0: Guess who lives in New York, Angus? <laughs> of course he fucking lives in New York. Ivan. Then we see Ivan in front of a vote no on Prop 8 sign. And <laughs> I have some words placed. about this.
1: Is that in earlier in the season, we had um, Phyllis and Joyce acknowledged that it was legal to get married in California at that time then when Marcy when they're visiting Marcy Nevada Bet mentions the ballot measure and that she says when the ballot measure is overturned then we will get married so at that Mm -hmm. point prop 8 has already passed so there is election was in the middle of all of this too
0: in the middle of the three week time span
1: yeah and now we go to Ivan who for some reason still has a no on 8 poster on his mirror even though it's been you know at least 24 hours since the election um (laughs) And also what he's talking about his relationships or something,
0: his rings. I don't know. Yeah. Kits says that he looks handsome, but did not say anything about Angus. And I think that that is good.
1: Gross. Yeah. And Kit's like, what is this just my exes? And it's like, sorry. Yeah. But also like Ivan's really just like talking about how he met some girl or something. Like, I'm like, what is this? No one knows yeah. how to shoot a video. No one who did this knows how to shoot any
0: kind of video. Everyone's making this all about themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we get Peggy. Love to see her. Ah, oh, thank God. She says she's gonna throw them a huge party in New York because her place has five floors and they can fill those five floors with all of their exes. <laughs>
1: I would best love best to moment see moment that of spin off
0: episode. Yeah, why isn't that like Bettina's House of Horrors? Come on.
1: Then we have Jody.
0: She thanks them for letting her be a part of their life. Yeah, that does all right. Marina also filming in front of a pool. <laughs> yeah. Marina, um, I have a few questions. How,
1: why, what? Where? Where? What? South of France? Where? She's FedExed a video from the south of France to say goodbye to people who she said goodbye to years six ago. years ago before driving off a cliff or whatever the
0: fuck. This is just like, Bettina and Tina moving to New York is a metaphor for the ending of the show. And so it's all the past characters saying goodbye to the show and thanking the show. It's weird. Then anyway, it's Carmen. Carmen always looks good.
1: Yeah. Carmen looks great. There's no dance, and there is definitely no indication that she mm. does that any dancing is to come.
0: No, she's like sitting in a chair.
1: Um, I still, how is this gonna be three hours long? Um, no idea. Then Alice comes in and she's like, You guys, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. <laughs> and then <laughs> the sirens, <laughs>
0: And who's here? As Jenny is saying goodbye in the video, the sirens are, I mean, it's very pointed. Lucy Lawless is here. There are seven ladies inside and a little girl who is asleep. Once again, it's the Schechter seven. <laughs> um, just want to point out again that the seven women, now that we have seen the whole season, are Bett, Tina, Alice, Kit, Shane, Helena, and Max. Wait, what about Nikki? Nikki, they don't count because he says it's the Schechter he says Schechter 7, which is the thing I just invented. I invented in the pilot, or the first episode. And then Nikki is pulled out of the bushes. Right. They already counted people before we see Nikki get pulled out of the bushes.
1: So they're counting Max with the mustache
0: as late Because otherwise they would have said seven women and a man. They want like, to get
1: one last
0: misgendering it. One last. Just right
1: under the wire dick. there.
0: Oh, yeah. Also, Nikki was um, skulking around in the bushes, like, like you do.
1: Right. Which is, you know, she's a movie star, and I'm sure that no one notice that um so Tasha shows up right but so there's like there's a lot happening here and I have a few questions first of all Mm -hmm. nobody looks like they could have just killed somebody like no one like no Mm -hmm. one there has any like murdery energy like murdering someone is a pretty unusual decision to make Mm -hmm. it's not like something you just chill afterwards they all know about the railing Mm -hmm. why would anyone assume it wasn't suicide or an accident.
0: Was the brightly colored tape in any way disturbed? <laughs> like, was it moved? Oh was God. it pushed? Was it torn? Why are we not talking about these obvious questions? There's no um, blood in the pool. They don't say her cause of death, either. Did she hit her head when she fell? Okay, first of all, jumping off of a second-story balcony into a pool is not really a way to kill your... Wouldn't you just be jumping the in a pool? I guess it's a possibility... But
1: she would have had to hit her head.
0: She would have had to hit her head and like have like a spinal situation.
1: Then there would be blood. And there's nothing wrong. We've seen her head already, you remember, in the first episode, even though in this scene they don't have the there's rolling no the body through. There's no blood in the pool.
0: But also if she dove in headfirst from upstairs and did hurt her neck or spine, but sur- she probably would have survived.
1: survived. Yeah.
0: And just had like a paralysis, a spinal injury, something. What actually caused her death? If she fell in, then she could have like swam out. Unless, again, she right. hit her
1: hit herself somewhere. But if she had, there would be blood.
0: Right. It would be like a much more traumatic scene if there was like Jenny's blood everywhere. And we see the body wheeled out. There's no blood. They also, someone would have heard it. Yeah, it would have been a loud, horrible noise. Yeah. If she hit her head or something going down. Like they, nothing about this makes sense. This whole season is based on something that makes no sense. Right. Not only did they not figure out who killed Jenny or if she killed herself, but they didn't even actually figure out what killed her. Mm -mm. Like, And that is so weak. Did she drown? Also, her face looked completely normal
1: when she was not... I mean, again, they completely pretend like that never... Like in this episode, there's no wheeling of the body through. Is there? That was just in the pilot or in the first...
0: It is, but like it's shadowy. We see her outside being wheeled, but we don't see inside. And also, if they knew that the that she was dead because we saw a coroner's car outside, why would right. she not be covered in a sheet immediately? Right. And if they thought she wasn't dead, then they should be doing CPR. Anyway. Right. So Bet and Tina aren't crying, uh, which is also weird. <laughs> like No one's crying. Why are Shane and Bet wet? Like, did they I guess the so I guess what happened is that Shane and Bet jumped into the pool to try to rescue her? Is that what we're to believe? I think so. Or was Bet just trying to do like an at home spa situation? Mm-hmm. Also,
1: the officer says there was only just a few glasses of wine at the party, and there was there was an entire mini bar outside. Alice was wildly mm-hmm. drunk, glasses everywhere. Yeah, like that. Yep. And so, like Nikki comes out of the bushes. She comes into the room where they're all sitting there, shaken or whatever. And Nikki says, "Like, oh, I came to talk to Jenny and to tell her that she's keeping you here." And Shane yells at Nikki, "Like, shut up, shut up!" Because the detectives are standing there, like, "What's happening?" You mm-hmm. know. But also, like, why would Shane? Like, why is everyone, everyone's just acting like someone is going to be incriminated for something that they all know could not have possibly have happened. Like Shane yelling at Nikki not to incriminate herself in front of detectives. What? What? Like that looks suspicious. And like this situation in and of itself, again, no blood in the pool. Jenny looks fine on the, like, there's nothing about this. That, and there's a broken railing. Maybe.
0: Maybe a broken masking tape piece.
1: There's nothing about this that says murder. Like, especially because no. everyone was walking around with each other. Like, it was, I, no one was really ever like. Bet was the only one alone with Jenny, and we saw that scene end. I think yeah, because we saw Bet shortly thereafter with Tina, and upstairs right. when Max came upstairs and Bet again didn't seem shaken.
0: So like, clearly, what happened at the end of that scene, she confronted Jenny and then walked into the hallway, and Jenny just stayed in that room or on the balcony. And then no one heard from her again. But everyone was outside for a while before they went inside to watch the film, which would be the point at which Jenny wound up in the pool. Mm-hmm. Also, you can't have it both ways. <laughs> you can't be like the pool is shallow enough that if she dove, she'd hurt her head. Because also then is shallow enough that if she wound up, like if there's no blood, then if she got in the pool, then it's also shallow enough to just stand up and walk out of.
1: <laughs> mm hmm.
0: Like, people don't usually have pools in their backyard that, like, are so deep. Right. I feel like usually those pools go to, like, a six-foot deep yeah. end, sometimes a little more. There was mm-hmm. no diving board, so we know that it's not super deep, that she could have drowned in the pool.
1: She weighs, like, 90 pounds at most, so it would be really hard for her yeah. to drown herself. Like, when I went scuba diving, they had to wrap me in weights so that I could just go under, fall
0: underwater, <laughs> you know? Like oh, my I, God, that's incredible. I don't... <laughs> The only thing i can think of is that like she was in some way made uncon rendered unconscious and then fell in the pool in which case she would have drowned yeah like, how does an adult woman drown in a backyard pool
1: she could have i guess bet could have strangled her and then strangled her but and why then would thrown her over that wouldn't do that with people walking all over her that. house like that would be right right also and jenny would have screamed
0: yeah killing someone via strangulation is like I've watched enough true crime documentaries to know that, like the profile of a person who kills someone via strangulation, it is like, yes, it's a very like personal, intimate thing, so that tracks. But you are also like, fit, like that's so You're watching
1: someone die fucked. in your
0: arms you, with your hand, like physically pulling the life out of like that wouldn't bet couldn't do that. We know that she couldn't do that, and also there would have been a scream. There would have been noise. Like yeah. they were also. They would have been on the balcony where where the windows are open and everyone was outside. Like, yeah, nothing about this makes
1: no. And then, like Tasha, one (sighs) nice thing that happens is Tasha shows up, and Alice is so happy Mm -hmm. to see her. And Tasha's like, "I'm not going to leave you or whatever," and they hug, and that's really sweet. And then someone says, "The detectives, like, we're a very tight knit group, and we look out for each other." why are you saying that at all? That sounds bananas. And then someone says, you probably want us to come down to the station.
0: What, what are you guys talking about? Truly like, she's like, this is a freebie. Wow. (laughs) This is the easiest case I've ever worked. They're just going to show up. And that's exactly what they do. Everyone gets in their individual vehicles and drives to police.
1: Why would anyone think this was anything but an accident or a suicide? no one is even crying max isn't crying alice and helena aren't crying like nikki's not crying like
0: shane's not crying you say
1: we're all a very tight-knit group and we all look out for each other your friend just died
0: that looks like she came from a spa
1: <laughs> yeah but look, and then they all they all and then they all dressed like movie stars get into like their right like their seven different cars
0: Oh my god. And then they all walk individually in slow motion towards the police station with like a huge like Beyonce style fan blowing their hair back. It's uh-huh. such an incredible choice, like over-the-top way to end this series. But again, one that makes absolutely no sense.
1: Right. It's like this glamorous ending. And it so they look insane walking up to and also they all change, so they all look wonderful for the for the interrogation mm-hmm. that they volunteered for. Mm-hmm. And also we have two business owners. We have a high-profile gallery owner. We have a movie executive. We have a future cop. We have Helena. No one wants a lawyer.
0: Mm-mm. No one is. No one has mentioned it. No one has even mentioned wanting a lawyer.
1: Besides Nikki,
0: what if Joyce had shown up to be everyone's lawyer? That would have been a great ending.
1: I know. She'd be like, "Hey, ladies, I'm here. Put me on retainer." You're like
0: Joyce, you do cri- you do like criminal cases? We're like, I do yeah. all cases. I'm the only lawyer in West Hollywood.
1: And then we see Jenny's final video goodbye, which makes it look like what? A suicide. Yep. She says, you guys changed my life. And that's like, could be a sweet moment because it's like you are thinking like she came in in the beginning. She came out of the plane from Iowa and was like thrust into this world. And that's sort of like a full circle thing. But it's not because it's ever so distracted by how stupid everything else is. Yep. And then they have the nerve to put on the screen, thank you for six great seasons.
0: The gall. It
1: was five great seasons. Well, four cuz I didn't like season 3
0: either. Season 3 was kind of a dark spot for uh for many of us. Um this will be the final time I say this and that's the episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, did
1: you like Did you like the episode, Carly?
0: <laughs> no. No, Reese, I did not did you liked the episode?
1: I didn't. I didn't really like the episode. Um, what was there to like? As far as, you know, when you're wrapping up a series of beloved characters. Also, it was like a very quiet finale. Mm-hmm. It was very bland. It really was. There was a lot of silence. They showed literally the same clip twice of Bette in the interrogation room, which is completely nonsensical.
0: They didn't actually end any storyline they actually created more questions than than coming up with answers Mm -hmm. which is like uh, and i also feel like it's maybe we should also mention that in generation q for those who (laughs) haven't seen it they say that a woman drowned in brett's pool and that she killed herself right that is made canon in the reboot
1: Mm -hmm. so
0: truly what was the point of season six I would venture to say there wasn't nothing. One. And that they spent their whole budget on Bett and Tina's set. <laughs> expanded set. Um, yeah, they spent it all on the addition to the house and the cop cars mm-hmm. and like all the crane shots and instead of putting it towards lighting mm-hmm. for the season.
1: <laughs> and it was a That's terrible way guess. to
0: end these people and their lives and
1: their loves. Um, mm-hmm. And it was um just a big all around nonsensical shit show.
0: Just madness. What would've what been good as if Woozy had shown Wheezy or whatever should have Hey guys, don't <laughs> need me to fix that railing? She shows up after the cops are there. Like she shows up at the very yeah. end before they go to the to the interrogations. She just like rolls through right after Nikki does. Right. And she's like, Hey, sorry, I was just fucking about twelve men. <laughs> I uh, came here to fix the railing. Oh yay. yay.
1: Maybe they're saying that someone could have killed Jenny and then just tossed her into the pool. There was no time for any of this to happen. There was no time. No one had motive or opportunity.
0: And they were all at the same location. Mm -hmm. They were all at the same location where the indoor and outdoor spaces were blended by like fully open doors and windows and like enough people around that they all would have heard or seen something regardless of what happened.
1: And it's also just so idiotic that they didn't even like... I know you you can't make a determine a cause of death at the scene, but like they didn't even bother to get to like the very obvious detail of as you just mentioned, the tape on the railing. Like, is that
0: <laughs> is that fully intact? Because there was a whole lot of tape up there.
1: Yeah, and since so Sounder is like sniffing around earlier that's when we're supposed to think jenny's already in there it doesn't make like nothing it doesn't make sense but she's
0: obviously not yeah
1: and it doesn't make sense because the the writers didn't write it with a specific murderer in mind
0: they didn't write to anything
1: right they wrote to the they wanted to leave it open-ended which you can't do
0: television writing 101 yeah like even if the audience doesn't know, like the people responsible for the content have to know. Yeah. And then what's going on inside the mind of their characters. Yeah. And they never figured it and out. And they had no
1: idea. Trying to think that like Helena Peabody is gonna go murder Jenny because she Please. told Dylan about Nikki's setup. No one even likes Dylan. By the way, this is the last acting job that Alexander Hedgeson ever did, and I don't blame her. I would be like, I don't think I'm made for this because this is bananas.
0: Like, I'm never doing this. Yeah, I'm never doing anything of this yeah. nature
1: ever again. Well, and that's the end of the worst episode of television that we've ever
0: seen in our in lives. the worst season of television, <clears throat> it's over. We did it. We
1: did it. I still had fun talking about this season, even though we didn't care Me for too. it. In fact, the worst something is, the funnier sometimes it is, I
0: think. Yeah. So we did it. We got through the entirety of the L word Mm -hmm. Um, and you all listening in your respective homes or wherever you are, you got through it with us as well. And Mm -hmm. I think we should all be commended for that. Yeah. Go easy on yourselves today. You, uh, you deserve it. Thank you so much for listening to To Ellen Back. You can find us on social media over on Instagram and Twitter. We are at To Ellen Back. You can also email us to ellenbackcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, we have a hotline. You can give us a call, leave a message. It's 971-217-6130. We've also got merch, which you can find at store.autoshreddle.com. There's stickers, there's shirts, including a Bet Porter 2020 shirt which is pretty excellent. Our theme song is by B Steadwell. Our logo is by Kara Sykes. And this podcast was produced, edited, and mixed by Lauren Klein. You can find me on social. I am at Carly Tron. Reese is at AutoWin. Autostraddle is at Autostraddle. And of course, Autostraddle.com, the reason we are all here today.
1: Autostraddle.com.
0: All right. And finally, it's time for our L words. This is the segment of the show where we end things by simultaneously shouting out a random L word. Usually these have little to no relevance to anything we just recapped. Okay, Reese, you ready?
1: Okay. One, two, three.
0: Lucy Lawless. Leave me be. <laughs> <laughs> Reese, she said Lucy Lawless? Mm-hmm, I did, yeah. And I said, that's beautiful. I said, leave me be, which is a comment to the show to leave me alone because we are done with it.
1: <laughs> also, um, Lucy says forehead did a great job in her eyes in the scene i really appreciated getting to see close-ups of all of her faces um there was
0: some nice shots of her the back of her head as you know and her shoulders and shots where other people were in them uh talking about the crime they did not commit mm-hmm. that was really fun yeah yeah
1: so Ooh. we're not saying goodbye because this isn't goodbye um but you'll probably want to take a long nap after this episode
0: yeah you're gonna want to lie down it's uh this was a very long episode, and thank you for sitting through it. Thank you for listening and liking our yeah, show. It makes me uh, it's really still happy. pretty overwhelming to me that, yeah, it <laughs> made me too. Uh, I can't believe that I, I forget that anyone listens to this. It just <laughs> is Lots like of
1: people do. Me
0: and Reese talking shit occasionally. <laughs> um, but thank you all for being on this entire journey with us. This yeah. has been uh, quite an experience. It
1: has been. It's been wonderful, and we'll see you soon.
0: And we'll be back in two weeks, so don't worry about it. Yeah.
1: It's not over. Unlike Jenny's life. It's- and now we're gonna go launch auto straddle. <laughs> bye.
0: Bye. bye. Fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way.